look, would this be time code zero right here? This. Time code zero this. right now. Here, here, here. Right here. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Jerry Show. Um, I'm here with Street Meat. And, you know, we, you know how we started off. So I'm going to light up real quick. <laughs> Today's guest host is... <laughs> you motherfucker. Nice try. Hey, hey. And we got Alpha in the building. Yeah, hey. You know... Uh, yeah, man, it's the uh, another episode of the Drink Me podcast. There it is. Oh, there we go. We needed that sound. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. That's the one sound. We gotta record that. And just fake it in. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and put some reverb so, on it. That was like all types of things. Yeah. Yeah. Reverb. That way we don't actually have to drink on the show anymore. <laughs> My wife would love that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> God, you're always drunk on that show. <laughs> Give it that Dolby surround sound. Dun, a little dun. boom to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> La Montanita Son Azul. Do you think we could hire Hans Zimmer for that? <laughs> just maybe. To, just to get a. Cr- maybe we just invite him. <laughs> maybe his Mexican cousin. Hey. Yeah, yeah, I got a gr- GarageBand app. That's what we're using right now. Yeah. Oh shit, we told the secret. Fuck. No, Damn. No. Gave it away. Can't now everybody's gonna want to do a podcast. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we started off, they're like, "Yo, um, not another podcast, please." Yeah, right. Well, here we are, twenty-five <laughs> episodes later. So, so to the, the fucking intro to this goddamn thing, we got Jerry. Jerry, what's your Instagram? Explorer Jerry. Explorer dot Jerry or Explorer Jerry? Explorer Jerry. Okay. Uh, all, right. all right. All right. So yeah, you're what? You're a photographer, videographer. Photographer, filmmaker, um, but mostly just creative entrepreneur now. True. Awesome. So yeah. tell us how you got started into uh, creative arts and kind of your path to where you're at now. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I started in Virginia when I was kind of shooting with... Um, VA all day. I met Julian Thomas and my friend the Terrence, homies. and as we know, Flynn. Um, Shout so out those to were, Flynn. Those are the people who kind of threw me into the photography scene. Mm-hmm. Um, just Literally, like, they picked you up and threw you into that fucking thing? Well, actually, so <laughs> Terrence took me to... Terrence started going to a street meet. Um, if you guys don't know Terrence, his, um, his name is Neighborhood Terry, and... Um, he started going to street me, and then he met Flynn and Julian. So we actually went to a shoot, and that's how I start. That's why I went to my first shoot, and I was kind of just like the guy who brought the bottle and the, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the cigarettes. And I was like, I was like, what do you guys here. want me to do? <laughs> I was like, what am I doing here? I'm Pour just you here shot. To, I was like, all I got is alcohol. So that's yeah, I'll spark that for you. Here you go. Hey, I mean, hey, that, I mean, sometimes you need that kind of thing at a shoot, just to get the juices going. Yeah, and so literally. I remember, um, I literally. Um, was like Snapchatting at the time and like doing little BTS. Not even BTS. I was just flexing on Snapchat. And <laughs> Look I, at my I, creative I, friends. <laughs> my friends are more like, talented than that, your like, friends. Creative <laughs> friends was like a thing. Cause yeah. This is like 2016. Yeah. And like yeah, I was yeah. in the military at the time. So I'm just like, you know, just, oh, wow. People are doing photo shoots with whatever the fuck that means. This is so cool. Yeah, I, I, bet, like, I bet you want to be like me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, get me out the way real quick. Hold on, let me grab Another a day. bottle of cigarettes. Another day in the life, you know, super easy. <laughs> just um, chilling. <laughs> but yeah, so I started adding like music to, to my Snapchats and shit, and I just started mm-hmm. hanging out with them more. Um, I started like, my friends were telling me to start making videos. So I had a GoPro, and I made my first one at a street meet. That shit feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, like making, video, yeah making a video. Yeah, making a GoPro. I was like, I had a Polaroid and a GoPro. That's when I went to my first street meet, too. Oh, nice. And what? Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. I, wait, did, did I meet you? What the... was your first street um, meet? When, it was, was, when was this? Um, this was in 2016. This was with... Okay. Damn, we were fresh. This Dang, I don't, I don't remember what yeah. it was. Yeah. It was like yeah. Bethesda. That, the, might, that might make sense, yeah. Was it, the, it was a Bethesda one, and I just had to go. I, had, I knew no one. I had no friends. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was just like, all right, like right, I'm just. I don't know anything, and then... 
yeah, so that's kind of how I started. I kind of like jumped in the community circle from there. True. Awesome, man. That's so like, uh, so do you, do you do mostly photography now or do you just do mostly video now? Or um, Right now, I just started getting into photo after four years of video. Um, I feel you. During okay. the quarantine. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. It was very hard transition, but holy shit, it is so fun and so much. So gonna, much easier. I'm too. gonna do a hot take, and it's so much easier. <laughs> it's, it's so, so much it's easier. Like you know, less your less yeah. commitment. Like yeah. you know, you you take you do the you thing and put it shots, out. That's it. You edit the photos and you just like release. Yeah. Whereas video, you're like, Dog. oh my god, like I don't even have this intro. Like, <laughs> it was like, yeah. This music is doesn't fucking work. <laughs> gotta, I gotta go color. back to the one. <laughs> I gotta color grade the shit and I gotta edit. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So that, and then just on top of like directing projects, creative projects with my studio. True. Awesome. Crate. Spell that for everybody. Crate. It's crate for everything. C R A T E, four, F O R everything. E V E R Y T H I N G. You got it. <laughs> First try. <laughs> I was like, wow. Why am I spelling this all? Wow. <laughs> just because people don't know how to spell, bro. You never know. You never know. I don't want to judge a book by its cover. <laughs> I can't read anyway, so. <laughs> But yeah, man. So that's pretty much your intro to uh, the creative arts. Was just hanging out with your friends, and then just through osmosis, I guess, is how you ended up picking up your first GoPro Polaroid. Yeah. Okay. And okay. um, so I remember like my first gig was like two months, two months or so afterwards, and um, I was at Walk with Locals, and Carl Nard actually. Um, nobody was like really shooting videos at Walk with Locals yet. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you yeah. did a video for him. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Carl Nard hit me up after I made one of the videos for one of his walks. Yeah. Just because I started getting better after right. that initial street meet. Fire. So I started like, you know, meet started being a thing in the DMV. And mm-hmm. I was like, weird. Oh, I'm yeah. meeting so many friends. Right. I was like, you know, I'm not surrounded by military people all the time anymore. <laughs> um, and it was great. And he gave me my first gig. So that was like, that's, awesome, that's man. when I was that's like, right, weird. Yeah. And so it was, it was crazy because it was with, um, with Nike. Love, and awesome. I was like, True. Wow, this is like my first gig. And I got paid like more than I was like would get in my two weeks paycheck from the military. Oh, oh shit! And I was like, oh, government ain't shit. <laughs> I was like, yo, fuck this. And I was about to be out. I'm I'm out. Two weeks in, fuck the military. <laughs> yeah. I oh mean, wait, honestly, I have two weeks left. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. I wasn't even like good at video at the time. I was editing on like iMovie, but you know, thankfully, just because I was a nice guy, I would say that like I got the opportunity, and that's when I learned like, okay, where? Breaking news: Jerry's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that button when we need it? Uh, <laughs> It's coming. It's coming. We're going to figure this out. Oh, man. <laughs> um, hilarious. But yeah, so it was like really dope. And I understood like, okay, this is a thing that can happen if you could just like, this is the side of entrepreneurship for mm. photography and filmmaking. And it's easy. It's so, <laughs> it's, 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 it's all possible. Honestly. Yeah, it really is. I think that's the biggest message people need to realize, especially yeah. younger creatives, especially yeah. if you're starting out. It's all possible. Like, yeah, but, you might see only a handful of people doing it. Mm-hmm. That's only because you can physically see a handful of people doing it. You know, you can't follow everyone on the internet. Right. You can't 100%. follow everyone in person. People are out there doing it. You might not be doing weddings. You may not be doing this, but people are making fucking careers mm-hmm. out of it, you know? But uh, I guess the, the biggest thing is, like, you got to be good. <laughs> that, that, you got to get good. <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not you got to work hard it, and know people. It. Go for <laughs> it. You got you to gotta deliver. You got to deliver. I would say you have to be consistent with work. Okay. And you have to just kind of find the right clientele because you got to really think about it. A lot of people don't know what the fuck they're looking for. And it comes to like any creative. This is like, true. You know? Yeah, they just they, they just want a picture. I want some a, razzle or, dazzle. Yeah, clients don't even know what standard of quality. Yeah, is. they don't know what 4K is. They don't know what 10 bit. They don't give a is. shit. They don't know anything. So they, they just you, want it to look good. <laughs> if you think that you're, you know, like, oh, I don't, I don't really do the best transitions. I don't know how to do all this like animation stuff, or I don't have the best gear. That shouldn't stop you from at least like approaching people because you'd be surprised what people are willing to pay for anything. 
if you already have stuff, you would be and surprised with people that are willing to pay for anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, people yeah. pay good money for some trash sometimes. But honestly, <laughs> oh, I got a little lull there. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a uh, moment for a transition <laughs> there. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We are we were waiting to set up and everything. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we're doing a whole bunch of setup here. So, Jeremy or Jerry, where where are you from, man? I'm from San Diego. San Diego, but where are you really from? <laughs> wow, my, he's not American. Family. Are you saying he's not American? <laughs> we get that. He a just lot. said that he was in the military. I'm from San Diego, but my family's from the Philippines. Um, I rep being Filipino heavy. So, okay. Yeah. Is that kind of what pushed you to create crate? No, nah, actually, I started creating crate. <laughs> um, I created no, it, bars. It all, it, damn, yeah. yeah, yo. Damn. <laughs> hey, I quit, man. I'm gonna finish my career. I'll see you, motherfuckers, later. Of. <laughs> uh, Crate, um, that's my studio, and Crate started because um, during my journey as a freelancer, I became picked up by uh, a news broadcasting company. So I was covering defense and aerospace, cool. and I was traveling the world just like fucking shooting videos. True. And during that time, f- going from a full creative and like being an Instagram videographer mm-hmm. and like starting to shoot commercials, and then now finally made it to like this corporate gig, and I kind of like. You know, that was like my goal was to be like, okay, I want to be legit though. Like, you know, <laughs> I need that 1099 check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying, I gotta pay taxes. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, I'm not even paying taxes yet. Like, I got so bills. Now I got a job, but then during that, because of that, I never wanted to touch my camera after work ever again. Like, I was struggling. Mm. Um, I picked up some gigs and I definitely dropped the ball on those because I was just so, like, uninspired to do so. And like, so, so I guess I, that's one of the questions that I always try to ask yeah. is like, whenever, whenever it becomes a job, like doing camera work. When it becomes a job, do you even find any enjoyment outside of doing? It's hard. You, you, you. I look at. I looked at my camera with disgust for sure, because it was like this. It is reminds all, you of work. This is work. all I want to. This is all that this is for anymore. Right. Like the setup is already made for my work profile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the the settings are already like it's just. It's like, like I don't even want to do anything. Box, fun. Yeah. I mean, I work in the corporate world, and I think that yeah. a lot of my creativity has to be with the guardrails of what they're allowing. And that shit's like it shit bums me out. Like I don't, yeah. I do design work at work, but I'm not doing it outside of work. So I'm gonna open InDesign and think, oh, great. <laughs> I have all the like you said all the settings, all my yeah. color palette is all the same fucking. Yeah, colors. it's just, just like oh, that's so whack. Just, just, oh, if I ever see that in marketing, <laughs> so, I just want to burn it. Honestly, I just say that like I don't do good work with it, but it's like I'm over it. Like I don't want to yeah. see these blues and oranges. Like. Fuck you, Instagram, and you. <laughs> and now it's corporate, so you're like, oh, god. oh my god, it's in here. But I'm gonna Why? take this paycheck though. <laughs> Fuck. You don't even have an Instagram. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. It's all PDFs. You print this shit out. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you said because working as your nine to five, I guess you would say, as a like as a director, I guess. Yeah. So I was um, directing. Creator. I was directing the broadcasting team. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you had to do team management. Yeah, bro. It was fire. It was great. We had to build up. How were um, your interns? Um, they were they they were <laughs> way more um experienced in the education side, but oh, like okay. had no hands on. So that's where wow. I was like, okay. So we got to like build this broadcasting studio from the ground up, mm-hmm. and I had True. to like figure all that shit out, but I had all the resources I needed, thankfully, and I definitely took advantage of that. So that's like where my background now with um the studio, like I really focus on, is just like production, like yeah. standard. Good man, yeah. awesome. So you took that corporate experience and brought it to what you love to do. Yes. And now you're finding you're finding this like happy medium. That's how it should go. That's how, that's what right? we should yeah, do. For yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's it's super fun because now it's like you know we just started getting more agency work and now we're now we're a small grassroots agency, mm-hmm. and it's like 
it's great because it's like we now we get to just work with our friends and do those big shoots and not you now you're not doing it by yourself because that's like you know when you get to a point when you're creating and freelancing you start mm -hmm. doing bigger shoots but it's like now you're like drowning because you actually don't have the capabilities to fully accomplish you it get everybody on yeah. board i think that's one thing people i think i don't want to say feel to re realize but maybe not see down the road yeah it's like yeah you want to go full time but going full time means you just might be that one person on the team that's doing that specific job you know now when you're yeah. a creator now you're some models are the stylist makeup artist uh fashion director and all that and the photographer just says that so other times it's the photographer coming up coming up the concept you're building out sets now so right. you're doing the hands-on work so when the model gets there she focuses on just modeling you've right. already done yeah. all yeah. the everything's already set eyes, up all the yeah. lights and all that set up so yep. you just made i think you just referenced a good point like when you're doing it with your friends it's like okay now yes you're working together so you're gonna probably butt heads but you're working together on something you all enjoy and i think that's I think that's a great, you know, model. You're, like you said, you're a small grassroots agency, but you're also leading by example. Mm -hmm. You know, you're showing that in, within the Asian community, there's this massive talent. And I think you're also involved in a d number of different communities throughout D.C. as well. Yeah. So, like, you're showing them, like, hey, guys, you know, we got this going on. Let's fucking get it. Yeah. That's I awesome, mean, man. That's the, that's the goal for the studio. Mm -hmm. um, our mission for Create for Everything is representation and uplifting minority communities. Cool. And, like... I can see the grant filings already, oh, bro. Oh, one hundred percent. DC yeah. Humanities. What's up, Green man? check marks everywhere. Yeah, SBA. Don't even, don't check. even sleep because all the I'm, grants I'm coming at the money from all angles. That's for sure. I mean, <laughs> you got to pay the rent, and there's no there's no room to like not maximize every opportunity. Yeah. Like like for us, we have stuff that we're doing for profit, but all the stuff that we're doing for free, like we're putting a hundred and twenty percent. Like, um, I mean, just in terms of the amount of free shit that I do with the homies is is just as equal as the amount of paid shit that i do with the homies because it's like awesome. at the end of the day it's like all right but if you want to do something we could do it but if you want to make money too like it's very possible absolutely <laughs> yeah. and i think as yeah. street me we've we've realized that yeah. as well you know we're working behind the scenes on a lot of fun stuff oh yeah, yeah. 2020 kind of got in the way of a lot of those early plans yeah it, got, but it yeah. got in the way of a lot but yeah but you know we're we are that's why we've acknowledged that you're doing because we recognize like yo you know you're not the only ones we're not the only ones all mm -hmm. doing this there's enough you know there's enough of this to go around for everybody oh yeah i think and not only that, yeah, but it's a just big thing for people to realize too. It's yeah. more than just what you see other people winning, mm -hmm. you know. And on top of that, but the 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 DMV is such a like the as far as as far as I could tell, the creative side of the DMV now it seems like it's a very tight knit thing now, mm -hmm. where it's like we love to see other people win because it puts everybody else on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you win. If, if you're doing something big, that means that the DMV is doing something big. Because you know now what I mean? they're looking at the DMV for that for similar talent. I don't mm -hmm. want to say the same talent, mm -hmm. but like if Luis does a fucking video for the UFC, then maybe Pride's gonna come to the DC area. Like, yo, who else is out there doing video like Luis or doing right. like Luis yeah. for the mm -hmm. fight game? Who else is doing stuff for the communities like you know Jerry? Who else is doing meets like mm -hmm. Street Me? Like, what yeah. else is the region doing? Right. And I think you know that's important. Yeah. And the fact is that we all know each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. Yeah, right. yeah, we, yeah. we at least know of Dap, each other. Yo, what you got going on? Awesome, man. Dap, cool. I'm going to do my shit now. Yeah. You know, go work hard. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's it's a good it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling that, you know, seeing everybody doing their thing and it, seeing everybody prosper, seeing everybody do their thing and everything. And um, it, it's just it's 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 awesome. 
it's yeah, it's like, a great yeah. feeling. Yeah. Because now it's like it's no longer like we're all flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. I remember when Street Dreams came to DC. Yeah. I didn't even know who Street Dreams was when I did my homework. I was like, oh wow, these motherfuckers are across the globe and they're coming yeah, that's here. Crazy. That was oh, crazy when phenomenal. they throwback to that. Yo, man, that shit. Oh. That, he was. That was his first encounter with Street Meat. Without that was my first. Yeah, meat. that was my first encounter with Street Meat without even knowing what the fuck Street Meat was. I <laughs> <laughs> was a valet at the Gaylord Hotel when I just saw this massive crowd of photographers come down the aisle. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? That's fire. I know. And then literally <laughs> the year today. And like, then the year, the year, a year later, I go to my first street meet, and guess where it's at? It's at the National Harbor. <laughs> Full circle. Damn, we repeat a lot of these fucking locations, don't yeah. we? <laughs> That's just easy, people. Don't get mad at us. Um, but bring it back to when I opened up the studio. It was this, it was that disgust that I had with you know this passion that I started and yeah. finally got to make it and then realizing like, okay, now it's time. I've been in, I was like, I've been running it for two years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, I need to light a fire under my ass. So in order for me to actually take these gigs and not fail miserably, yeah. because I was, I was dropping the ball. Definitely. That's good that you recognize. Yeah, it for sure. And that was, it was, it sucked. Like, you know, it was like, okay, wow, this is losing my credibility. Like I'm not happy with myself. I was like going through depression and shit. Yeah. So I, like made this big jump and I was like, all right, word, I'm gonna use the money that I'm making now to just fund an art studio and fund a photo studio. And if I don't pay Here these bills, are. I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, I, will be, I will be fucking homeless. So. So you guys something. don't understand. You guys don't understand. Yeah. If I don't pay these bills, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> these bills are keeping me alive. Yo, I, I mean, you know, I'm trying to, we're just trying to pay rent. I'm not gonna be homeless. Homeless. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that on. I'm gonna be DC homeless. DC cost of living's no joke. Fuck yeah, no bullshit. I think that hurts a lot of small businesses too. My bad. It's okay. I managed to find Justin Robinson, J Rob, and then Kate, and they're both creatives that had so much fucking potential in terms of really thriving in the scene. But Justin J Rob was not a DC person, so he needed space. And we were already connected, and Kate needed space as well because she's a tattoo artist, and she's amazing. She's yeah, man, I've seen of, some yeah. of the work on you I alone. Like, yeah. yeah, I have the most tattoos from her for sure. <laughs> and um, we decided to create the space, and during that, from when it first started to just like just creating with the homies and like having this space, a brick mm-hmm. and mortar space, to realizing like this is an actual platform where people can, you know, see us and see how how much we're working, and to show that like okay, bet. Right? If we can, if we can sh- get that spotlight onto where we can say that we are allies to all these communities and, and represent our people too, like that's what we want to do. So that's how Create for Everything, the only all Asian run art studio in DC, came to happen. Yeah. First one, man. It's good to be the first to do it, right? Yeah, bro. Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm sure there was probably other all Asian run art studios, but we're the only one now. So. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Still standing. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So aside from the fact that you had to like obviously pay rent for the studio, yeah. Um, what else do you think kind of like re-inspired you or got you really back into the game? Like, like this is actually something that I really love to do, not just something that I'm doing to make money. Like, was it a difference in like your approach to jobs or the clients that you were taking, or what was it? Um, it was real. It was seeing the amount, of the quality of work that was coming out, and on top of the quality of work that was coming out, but the genuine like fun that I was having doing it. And then being able to say like, oh wow, look, we're just there's so much opportunity now that we have this place, and we can do whatever we want. And since it's not just me doing it on my own, 
I have the full support of my team, which means multiple hands. Mm-hmm. There's, there's. Yo, feel free to move this back if you want. Yeah, you look, you sit more comfortably. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> Hey! Ow. Okay. You can just freestyle it, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That did not stay secure. Fuck! Now you gotta sing for us. Now that you're holding it like a singer, you gotta sing. This is hilarious. <laughs> season two, guys. Season two. Wait, wait until season five. Don't pull it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll hold itself. I'm gonna God damn it, Jerry. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to you broke the podcast. It's the first time we do video and the thing breaks. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> At least there's going to be video representation of this bullshit that's going on here. <laughs> you guys can actually see what the fuck is happening here. Jesus Christ. So, for our listeners. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Having some technical difficulty. There we go. He's oh. trying to straighten his rod, you know. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ooh. Okay. Oh, How you man. Feeling better? No, I'm feeling he's, good. He's all right. All right. All right. Yeah, Just don't move it from there. He's I'm, leaning again. Yeah, there's, no, there's nowhere to move. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> I think I picked the wrong spot to put the mic. As am I. As am I, sir. Um, but... Seeing seeing the quality of work and just the and acknowledging the genuine fun that I was having with the homies and like seeing the amount of potential that we had because of the hands that I had from having a team, it was it was hella inspiring. I mean, honestly, I did not shoot that much in the first year that we started because all of it was just like Managing. elevating my new baby, like yeah. elevating and just like doing all the business and like the all the networking and all of the, the projects that would like really just put us on the map. So, I mean, that's really what I was focusing on, and that became, like, my art. Um, so that was that was inspiring because it was completely new. It was all community organizing, and everything that we did was culture forward. So it was, like, because that's what I wanted that to be for our, you know, like, that's what we wanted to be known for. We wanted yeah. to be known for the people who everything that we did was socially impacting and culture forward as fuck because the future of art right now so is... Like, all right, so, I guess when you culture. say culture culture forward, is like you're, you're really trying to, like, so... I know, I know. There's like a, a difference in like Filipino pride and yeah. Asian pride. Is that does that fall in, within the same car- category? Like, um, I would say, I would say when I'm regarding culture forward, I, I would say it's definitely like just a a hot point term right mm-hmm. now in the in what is like media and yeah. and marketing right now. Everyone's mm-hmm. focused and, on diversity, so they yeah, want right, to highlight exactly. Every, my, I don't want to call it micro, but every subsector of culture. Yeah. So, culture and so forward that's means important. You bring access to the Asian community. Yeah, exactly. Not even just the Asian or, community. It's well, yeah. it's it's with all communities. And so, I mean, we already the Asian community already wins whenever we do anything because mm-hmm. we're we're representing. So it's like, all right, bet like we're we're the ones doing that. There's, we don't have to do anything else but just accomplish just something do. because yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. So, in terms of the culture forward part, it's it's with all different minority communities. Okay. And that's that's where like my network comes in when it comes to. Like the studio and and talking about because you like what you said earlier you know that I'm involved in different communities yeah and that's what you know I want people to know about because it's that the hard part about f- knowing these communities is just even understanding that they exist mm-hmm. and that's the research that needs to be yeah that I mean that's that's yeah, yeah that's accurate because a lot of people don't know about anything that's exactly. going on absolutely you know? yeah they're just as oblivious yeah. as the next person so yeah. they just you know yeah. whatever until they have to learn about it or it's put in their face 
then it's like, oh wow, okay. That's we gotta good. we gotta bring this more. Wow, there's no <laughs> shit. Two hundred people here, and I don't know any of them. And that's the coolest part is if you yeah. walk into a room where people all have the same interests, but you don't know who any of them are. That's beautiful, and they're all your neighbors. So yeah. like, that's that was what drew drew me to street meat first. It's that kind of that concept. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know anybody, but we're all here because we like to create. One, we like one similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's At first it was street photography. Now it's just overall yeah. creative yeah. arts. Yeah. That's the that's the reason why that type of business plan for my studio exists mm-hmm. was because of the communities and the creative communities like street right. meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it was, that's the only reason why I'm an artist now is because, you know, I'm, I'm from San Diego, super fucking creative. Everybody's doing the thing over there too, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I wasn't inspired to do anything like that. Like I was just, your inspiration came out of this region. For sure. Yeah. My inspiration came out of DC. And I feel the same the type of community. Not being from here either. I feel like that's another, another thing. And that's like. wild because I would think like living in Cali or Florida, you would just, you know, like you flourish it, over there, huh? Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would think that you would flourish over there. Not, not, not to say that. You oh, know, I, I get what you're saying. I think yeah, for, for me, because the weather is just, <laughs> just yeah, better. For me personally, there. is what what was flourishing didn't inspire me to kind of keep that trend going. Mm. You go to Miami, what do you expect? A lot of bright colors, a lot of beautiful women, beautiful men, very high end fashion, very, you know, and in the end, from like runway fashion to boudoir swimsuit fashion type shit like that's the spectrum of when you think of miami mm-hmm. for me that wasn't so much like oh let's go create that because i wasn't interested in that like being right. from there i had a different view of things i see and i think coming to dc is like i saw how i could take that view of the way i see my city mm. and how i'm interpreting yeah. this city to then create the things that i like to create mm-hmm. that's why i take some of the pictures like you know today i just showed you today mm-hmm. i went down to the washington mountain uh, the lincoln memorial to watch the sunrise with my wife so you know that was fun and all but i took my camera with me took a couple pictures and it's like Damn, I didn't wake up early in the morning, but once to go to Miami and get a picture of the sunrise on the Fuck beach. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, but like, you know, granted, I wouldn't have just gone and woken up to go take a picture of the That's all regional body. styles, too. Exactly. That's the crazy part. Yeah. I mean, so don't get me wrong. If I'm on vacation, I'll that do it. That style didn't inspire you at the time. No, but like if now that I'm going home and like it's four in the morning and I'm still up, I'm like, fuck it. What's another hour and a half before sunrise? Let me just go stay up late. Let me get that. Boom. Take that picture. Yep. Go to That's what I did today. I slept for like four hours and that was it. I was like, oh, got to go podcast. Let's do it. Damn, um, that's real. But I think being in this city is what brought that out of me. Because mm-hmm. now if I go on vacation, I'm staying up you know, past midnight trying to get a certain picture that I saw. You know, I, I want to capture that moment for myself. Or I'm staying, you know, I'm waking up early to go like, you know, I got to get that one shot, you know, or going out in the middle of the rain to like a fucking canyon to take pictures. Bro, that's why I love D.C. because D.C. is the one that pulled that out of me. And I want to exactly. give back and, yeah. do, and show everybody else who didn't get the opportunity to meet such dope people that I met from Street Me. Like... I want to be able to give that that culture, yeah, and show that to other communities because that and, uplifting and, that's the thing, like, and, re- and inclusivity. That's, that's part of the that's city. So the city itself, like in the last five years, I think the the, the resur- not the resurgence, but like the, yeah. the 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 power of community kind of brought out, like not just because of streaming, because the city's always had like gatherings and whatnot. But I think now the community aspect of it got elevated in the last, I'd say, what ten years. I mean, I've been here for almost six, so. I assume yeah. it predates me arriving here. Yeah. But that kind of has developed and developed. Because now, how old are you, Luis? You're what, 26 now? 26, yeah. So when you were 16, did you how have you a lot of... How do you know that? I had no idea. I try to keep up with my friends just because yeah. we look <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how do you know this normal information <laughs> that my friends should know? I thought so, you were like 24 or some so shit. Like, I don't fucking know. When you were 20, <laughs> did you see a lot of this? When you were 18, when you got graduated high no, school? You didn't I've, see a lot of not this? Not really, right? no. And you're are, you local? are you local, by the way? Yeah. I'm, I've always I've grown up in the region. I've grown up in... Yeah, you're a VA cat? No, 
I'm he's a, a he's a I'm Maryland a PG, motherfucker. I'm a PG wait, cat. Wait, my bad. <laughs> I just saw, I just see seen you in Arlington, bro. You know, a couple times. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I work in Arlington now, but no, nah, I've been I I've been in the DMV my whole life. <laughs> you got that VA money. <laughs> got that VA money. I gotta pay the Maryland taxes though. <laughs> nah, but yeah, you're right. There, there's definitely been kind of a an increase in like the creative hive mind. I would say, mm. where it's like everybody's kind of. Uh, I think everybody's just really appreciating the like the team factor mm-hmm. of creating stuff, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because you can go at like photography and videography by yourself. Oh, of course. And I think if you especially if you're do- you might be able to attest to this too, that if you're doing it professionally or if you aspire to do it professionally, you hit a wall. Mm. Because you can only really inspire yourself like so much before you just like I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know. I don't know what kind of what kind of jobs I want to. But take. imagine oh, having a friend in the do. same. In yeah, the exactly. Same, yeah. Imagine, imagine Why having two hundred. Two hundred. You all you see those memes like, oh my god, my best friend's at work today. We're gonna act a fool. Yeah. But you have fucking Target. But you having a blast, right? The job you're such sucks a with the people you the people you're with. Right. Makes sense. So like, I think now you you highlighted that like, yeah, I'm doing what I like, and I got people I like to do it with. And we're getting paid. Uh, you know, yeah, I hope you <laughs> yeah. like people you got to do it with too. Whatever, you know, whatever your orientation is. Yeah. But I'm saying is like you got the creative stuff to do with people that you like. Yeah. That's real as fuck. I mean, in in the like structure of a, a team, right? Yeah. Of production, mm-hmm. you you realize that everybody has that specific job and that's all they have to fucking do. So it's great <laughs> when literally all you have to do is rely on your homie who can who can execute that and kill it, and then you could just focus on the job that you have to do, which is holding the camera. Or just like creating the idea, right? You know, like or even just bounce ideas off. Exactly, of people, you know? like that's yeah. the best part. And then yeah. if you know, and then the beginning pre-production becomes so much easier because you have that workflow, that dynamic, that like, you know, that you don't get to have when it comes to most corporate teams. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, there's so many, there's so many fucking hands in the pot where it's like you gotta try to do this. And gotta do please it. everybody. Yeah, not, but not, if you're fuck working that. with your friends, if you have a good friendship, you guys can disagree with a lot of things and butt heads, and then at the end of it, come out like okay. Let's do it that this way. Actually, this is actually out, tight. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was being hard headed and holding my position, but you know, appreciate you explaining it to me the other way. Mm-hmm. And look, we gotta win. One hundred percent. Especially you know? as a, as a grassroots agency now, it's like, you know, finding that fool. <laughs> Yo, that dog is going in. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if anyone yeah, can hear this, man, but we got Shepard having going lunch in. right I'm now. He is housing in. that food. <laughs> <laughs> he had a hiccup just Yo, now. You're talking, bro. He was going in. I was yeah, like, yeah, that's go. funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, having a small grassroots agency and then having to really execute on the team standard, mm-hmm. right? And having that full like structure, I was like, word, like this is this is great. That like now it's like when it comes down to the to the money, you're like, okay. Well, we have to follow our role and also like really just try our best to yeah. give everything that we can do. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like something that I'm definitely trying to push with the homies. Just say that again, man, for the people <laughs> listening. For, if you, for if people you, in the back. Yeah, <laughs> for if you like, seriously, say that one more time. Like, um, I mean, like at the end of the day, it's like it's going to be dope to create with your friends. Mm-hmm. But if you're pushing each other to hit a standard, mm-hmm. then like then you that's can the, make the so word. much more money with your friends mm-hmm. and being like good quality professionals right. at what you're doing instead good of just quality professionals, like yeah. instead of just like you know really trying to do it and not and but because you're by yourself or mm-hmm. like you're not or you're not pushing each other like then you're just really like you said you're capping each other like mm-hmm. you're really limiting because you know if you like the reason there's reasons there's those workflows there's reasons there's the structure like it's efficient as fuck and that's yeah. and you know so 
So if people don't know, uh, Jerry was a, a last minute. We were trying to do this podcast. <laughs> like we were like, "Hey man, let's get a guest. It's Saturday. It's a long week. Yeah, Someone's got to be available." <laughs> I texted him. I was like, and he's like, "I, I asked him, like, hey, what are you doing today? Nothing. Chilling. <laughs> Whole lot, man. You were supposed to be in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I overslept, and then I didn't make it to Atlanta today. And whatever. It's fine. all right. Wait, did you I, miss so the I'm portal free. or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was Atlanta moving? <laughs> what the fuck? You can still drive there. <laughs> I mean, I don't drive. I live in the city. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But um, it was it was my it was my roommates, and they, we were all going to Atlanta with Sean. And my roommates are now all creatives as well, which is really True. Cool. awesome. And um, are all your friends creatives at this point? I would say there's um, there's definitely like little groups of like you know the activist homies, mm -hmm. the young professional yuppie homies. And then the creative <laughs> homies, and then yeah. the trashy dirtbag homies that I love. <laughs> those <laughs> are the fun ones. The ones that you do drugs with and shit. We're I'm the trashy <laughs> ones, man. I'm, I'm pretty much in all of those circles. I'm just the ones. trashy <laughs> homie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> I do my job. <laughs> right. I play my role. I play my I role. I my standard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, man, so we appreciate you coming in even last minute. But it's crazy, man. Yeah, missing a trip and then still able to do something fun. Yeah, know, for sure. I'm thankful day. as fuck. I mean, you know, streaming holds a dear ass place in my heart. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Shit, you did a trip recently, man. I sure did. Not a mushroom trip, but an actual <laughs> trip. <laughs> Curveball. <laughs> cur wow, you guys didn't see that coming. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, I. How'd that go? Pierre's scared oh my of mushrooms God. anyway. So all right, so here. <laughs> So whoever, all right, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get a, let me, let me get a clean sound bite for the Pittsburgh PR people over there. Pittsburgh is a great place to visit. It's amazing. It's very photogenic and um, you would have a great time over there. And now See. that, now that I say that, <laughs> dog, their bags. Yo, I'm telling y'all. Pittsburgh. I was in the alley getting my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! No, it's COVID. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> she had a mask on. I had a mask on. But wait, you said that. Shut up. <laughs> it's an inverted condom. Just put it on, you know. <laughs> oh. You guys are ugly. Visual you guys are bed. ugly. <laughs> no, but trust me, man. No. Zippered mask, you know? You when, heard of it? So <laughs> the, the original idea was me and Paige were going to go to Kentucky, right? Kentucky? Oh, wow. Yeah. That was, that, that was that's a change of plans. Right. I'm kind of glad you went to Pittsburgh. So, no offense, Kentucky. But. So Paige is a gambling person. I'm a gambling person myself, too. We love going to casinos and shit. Mm -hmm. And she pointed out this one place called Rocky, Rocky Gap. And I was like, okay, where the fuck is this? Oh, it's, in, it's deep in Maryland, like okay. up north or yeah. whatever. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's a, that sounds cool. And then I was looking at it, looking at it on, on a map. It was kind of out of the way to go to Kentucky out West. Oh, so they like hard, yeah, change directions. Yeah, like a out. like a hype, like a you know, the yeah. triangle or whatever, whatever yeah. that hypotenuse. Obtuse, <laughs> an obtuse triangle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you impressive. know, math terms. Whatever. <laughs> I had a California <laughs> education system, so I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> I'm a 32 Damn. year. I'm a 32 Glorious, year old man. Uh, like, you there? <laughs> I got what I got. <laughs> I, got I, I got some words and I use them. <laughs> I'm an artist. Uh, do you so guys know, know uh, PEMDAS? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Pangea. <laughs> it's Pythagorean. <laughs> the PEMDAS theorem. I grew up, I grew up, with, I grew up with Common Core. We're about Pierre. to levitate some shit. A Common Core. God damn. Y'all are commonly idiots together. as <laughs> education system. So I saw the map, yeah. and I saw that it went up, and... 
she showed me that the the trip or whatever that and then from there go to Kentucky mm. and I was like I was already dreading the eight hour nine hour fucking drive to Kentucky. So then detour on the eight hour drive to Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> and then so then I was like, wait, hold on, what's up above that? Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. I've been wanting to go to Pittsburgh for the longest time. Why don't we just go to Pittsburgh? Okay, let's go to Pittsburgh. He switched up. Bet. <laughs> Damn, that was harsh. Whoever's listening said, "Ouch!" Fucking master, master, <laughs> master planner, master planner over here. I am a master planner by myself or with others. Wait, so it was Paige's idea, and then it became your idea. Yes. <laughs> nice. Because I'm a man. This, this is how that works. <laughs> Patriarchy. So, so the, the, that's when I said, "Oh, why don't we just go to Pittsburgh?" She's like, "Oh, actually, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a half. It's it was halfway." Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. it's like the the casino Rocky Gap hours, was like it's like an hour and a half from here, oh, two nice. hours almost. Yeah, and then from there we we spent one night there, and then from there we went to Pittsburgh. And let me tell you, Pittsburgh, it's like, it's it's amazing. I can't I can't I I I don't. There's so much that I can say about Pittsburgh, but as a photographer, that's like one of the easiest places to get the best shots mm. without trying. Mm-hmm. Like you can't miss. So what you're saying is photographers in Pittsburgh got it easy? Yes. Damn dog. Just, just like blessed. we no, they but blessed with no. those beautiful ass buildings, bro. Pittsburgh got glorious. But buildings. I thought I thought but I thought well. I thought New Yorkers had it easy. No, Pittsburgh has it easier. Because in New York, you have to know somebody that can get you on a on a, a nice overlook or whatever somehow somewhere in a mm-hmm. building or some shit. You got you got to know somebody or somebody has to tell you where to go or yeah. whatever to get the, well, to like, get the there's more connection needed to get that shot. Right. In Pittsburgh the geography of it is like Cali. It's like you got the you got the nice little valley and the rivers around it around the around the actual downtown. Yeah. But on the overlook, it's free. You could just go up there park and, and take a yeah, yeah, park and take your take your tripod up there and just do what you got to do. And I never been I've never been somewhere where it's not cheesy and it's actually good. Okay. They're like you got like you talking about an overlook? Yeah. Okay. Because you know, every time you go to to an overlook, it's like the the one overlook where everybody goes. The one binoculars that cost right. you like ten yeah. cents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Can I ha- get my camera through that binoculars? Yeah. Make it easy. But over there, it's like there's like several fucking overlooks uh, across the entire like city mm-hmm. uh, up top. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, and but it's free and not and and it's low key because people that live there already know what the fuck is up. Whatever, dude. Take your picture. Get out of my For neighborhood. Me, for me, I was like, damn. <laughs> Stop looking in the alley. <laughs> I'm going to stand in front of your camera. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, like, it just, I, I can't explain it. Like, I love it. I, I loved it out there. It was such a great time. The people are cool. The only thing that I, that sucked out there is that they, almost every restaurant that we went to or every bar or whatever, they all played like the 2000, 2012, like, pop rock uh, playlist, like we were, yeah, we were oh, listening to a bunch of there. a bunch of Panic at the Disco out there, and like I like Panic at the Disco. I do too. I do too. I do too. Don't don't get me wrong, but over there, it's like they're playing that in the background, like it's supposed to be like cool music. There's a difference, you know. I I, lo- I love listening to them or whatever in my car. By right, myself, where so you can't jam out in front of other people. <laughs> sure, but I'm not about to sit in a bar and pretend like this is some good ass music while I'm sitting at a bar and enjoying oh, myself. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It wasn't like new music; it was right. just all that same. Yeah, genre it's all. Yeah, it, it was very pop rock over there. But the people were cool. The views are cool as shit. 
I can't, I can't even, and I, and I, and I, I made a, a what I, what I think is one of my best videos when mm-hmm. I was over there. Nice. You mm-hmm. know, like I had a great time over there because it's just, whenever you're out walking about, there's something there that you can shoot just like in New York, but it's like a mini New York. It's like so much. Isn't that why they go there to film scenes that are supposed to be in New York or parts of New York? It's Toronto, Probably. Pittsburgh, and Vancouver that they use oh, the most. Yeah. Yeah. To film New York. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 That makes how sense. You, how the hell are you gonna shoot New York? Damn. <laughs> you did that in DC. All right, bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 y'all, y'all just got it, huh? <laughs> so you've been shooting a lot more video lately. I've been noticing. Yes, I've been trying to uh, like really like update my portfolio or whatever the fuck that is. Just getting some more shit on, under my Your belt. website. My what do you website. what do you want to what do you want to share like in terms of with the video like what do you want to what do you want your style to be are you still trying to find that I'm still trying to find it yeah. because my my style right now is mostly like vlog but it's mm-hmm. not vlog mm-hmm. it's like artistic cinematic vlog it's vlogs without him having to do the vlog it's vlogs yeah. with sequences sure it's vlogs without the whole hey guys hey Sign guys up. what's Don't going on guys that hey guys uh, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Kind of vlog. Yeah. Wait, like wait, wait, wait. First person kind of first yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause I Not every every title, every time I go somewhere, I I want to capture the best of what I see or whatever, and then like be able to show people what I saw. And this 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 last video or the last two videos, the the one that I shot with Marjan, I've I've been actually using the picture profile thing, the S log, and that makes a world of difference when it comes to shooting video. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I just found that out. Until your ISO is like eight. <laughs> nah, yeah, I, 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 been, I was shooting like four hundred thirty-two. So yeah, I mean it, it's 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 been a it's been a nice process, like figuring out what the fuck it is that I want to do with video, and like this particular Pittsburgh video, I showcase like what I saw, and I had what I what I wanted to show people about Pittsburgh. It's it's a great city. I recommend it. Like I, I actually want to. You also I, went to that. Was it Frank Lloyd House? What's that architecture's name? Oh yeah, uh, I do not know the artist's name. It's a famous house. It's Fall, a, a falling water. That's falling water is the yeah. name of the property. Yeah. All I know is that it was made in the 30s or designed yeah, it was in the 30s. Way ahead of its time. Yeah. The guy and that, that, that house, and that house the was house. beautiful. I mean, into the hill. But we couldn't get it. We couldn't get in because of, of COVID. COVID. But yeah. you got some good shots of it. There's the one where you're panning to the right. Oh yeah. And during your transition and just into the woods and it's like the no. But of water here's the thing. Like to the house. Somehow, somehow they they made that into it's a view. Like it's a it's a place yeah. that you can walk down and because that's how we drew it out. Y- y- well, yeah, but the the view of that house from there, mm-hmm. it's it's made out like it. You you there's a mm-hmm. spot that you can sit there yeah, and watch it. And the the pictures and the videos that I took of it don't don't do it any justice. I thought that shot looked great. No, and uh, yeah, it is great. I did nothing to it, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but when you're there and you see it, it's so amazing when you see it firsthand. I can't even I can't even describe it. It's like I think like, you did a good job capturing it. So yeah, I'll say yeah, that. yeah. I had a good time. I had a good awesome. time. So you experienced your first your first movie like post COVID, right? Yeah, you went to the theaters. You went to the movie theater. Oh my god, <laughs> to the theater. Okay, yeah. right. <laughs> I'll put him under the bus right now. So, so let's hear it. Yeah. So what'd you go see? You went to the theater. I went to. <laughs> I, I, I went to. I went to two movies. I went to out two there? movies. Oh wild! Wow, no, I went to one movie out there. <laughs> okay. And then I went to one movie out here. 
and Hoffman. No, but here's the thing. Kobe ain't got shit on me. I'm going to go to the movie. So, talk. We saw the new mutants. What? You haven't even said anything to us. That's how bad it is. It's trash. Is it as bad as Dark Phoenix? It's worse. Oh, we gotta watch. We found our movie. It, it's not. It's not. That. There's nothing in that movie that's redeemable. That's n- that's good. It's just an overall bad movie, and I feel bad saying that because, like, if I oh. if I if I were a film director, I would not want somebody to say that about my movie. But man, that movie it's 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 just bad all around. There's no story. There's no. The only thing that they that they had was oh, it's mutants. But it, it was barely even about mutants. It was just they're in a fucking house or in a in a whatever uh, an asylum or whatever the fuck. But there was no story. There's nothing. There was I can't I can't even I can't even begin to break down the fucking movie because it was just that bad. Anybody in it that we that like we Maisie Williams is in it. Oh, Arya Stark. Yeah, the Night King Slayer. Oh, and and <laughs> uh, and the and the kid from Stranger Things. Um. The one with the glasses, or like the, the, one with the he's the older one. He's the older. He's an older brother, where he, uh, he, the 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 guy, the Will's brother. Oh, Will's brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and he was a. Uh, I don't even know. I, I don't even know the names he's of the mutants. Mutant? Yeah, he's a mutant in there. Oh no, damn. It was bad. So the X Men movies are cursed. I yeah, so. for now, <laughs> for now, until until Disney picks it up. Now, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But no, we saw that movie in Pittsburgh, and like Paige tried to surprise me, surprise me with it and say, "Oh, <laughs> yo, oh, all right, just 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 come with me." I'm like, "This is a surprise." I'm like, "Okay, should I bring my camera?" Uh, well, you don't really need it. I'm like, "Okay, so what's the surprise?" Am I? She's like. No, no, just, just, just come. Let's go. Shut let's up go. and come with me. Yeah, yeah. We're going yeah. to the alleyway. <laughs> and then I saw that, and, I, and then I saw that we pulled up to a fucking movie theater, and I was like, okay, is Tenet out yet? It's not out. Oh, I want to see Tenet so we bad. We saw Tenet. <gasps> it's amazing. Oh, fantastic! I'm All right, so enough that. about fucking new mutants because yeah, that, that, that movie is garbage. You're putting garbage. me to sleep over here. Objectively, garbage. That's not our new good trash movie to in watch. the least. Yeah. Have you seen Dark Phoenix? Sorry, I'm, I was just watching your video. It was really good. Oh, thank you. Nice. Really good, yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Why, your shots are so wide. As you, can, I'm imagining with that 14. Oh no, I actually so rented a lens. I rented. Uh, hold on, and let me get a clean clip here. So, uh, so I got a. I rented a, a Sigma 14 to 24 art lens, and it was amazing. Damn, I loved this, it. The 14 to 24. Yeah, 14 to 24. Interesting. That's why. 2.8. Damn. Yeah, it was amazing. I recommend I recommend using that for any cityscape shots that you got that you want to do. If you're traveling anywhere, use Sigma. So now that I'm done, that, was that shit is fucking fire, dog. <laughs> dog. I love that fucking lens. Yeah. The the only thing the only thing that I that I, I wish I wish that there was a fourteen like a fourteen of like thirty five. 14 to 35. Is mm. that a thing? Does, does that exist? I don't, know. 16 I don't to 35. know. Sony yeah, just released yeah, a 14 millimeter. No, Sony released a 12 millimeter, I think. So it's a 12 millimeter zoom. I think it's like 12 to 24, I want to say. 12? Yeah, 12. God damn. I know. That, that, bitch, that bitch got some fish eyes. For sure. <laughs> no, yeah. it doesn't actually. It doesn't have that much distortion on it. But it's super There's expensive. There's definitely a distortion. It's though. stupid expensive, though. I think it's like $3,500 just for the lens. Opens the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, uh, just, to, just to show Checks you. Checks my I'm credit card statement. Hi, credit card. The only receipts he has. <laughs> Which one of my cards is not maxed out? 
No, how much but, does a liver go for? <laughs> no, but I, I've learned I've learned that having a zoom lens like a fourteen or twenty four is so fucking clutch. Like before before I even got my my baddest twenty five, mm-hmm. I never had like a zoom autofocus lens or anything. Mm. I just shoot. I manual. always shot manual. And, yeah. I, and I, you know, I felt elitist. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, you guys shooting autofocus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I shoot manual. I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. but <laughs> A lot less work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now now knowing autofocus and zoom lenses, man, just switching to 14 to 24 is so easy, dude. dude. It was it was amazing. Yeah. It was easy. So now I'm in the market for, you know, maybe a 16 to 35. I might get that G Master. Just a hell of a, you know, something slight. This man thinks I got a G Master. <laughs> you know, 16 to 35 G Master, you know. Yo, honestly, <laughs> same tempo, baby. We love Shout our out plastic cases. <laughs> Shout out to on, We know? love our expensive plastic. <laughs> hey, I dropped my Tamron down like a like a, a like a set of brick stairs. Like a oh whole flight of stairs, God. and it still survived. It still works. So... <laughs> Tamron, get that clear cut. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got, we got to, we got to get sound bite. You know, we got to make something clean here. Like so if you want something cheap and plasticky, but wow. can take a beating. Get Tamron. <laughs> that is not a fucking ad, dude. Terrible, we're trying, we're trying to get if sponsors want, here. If you, want, if you want Sigma quality, but Put much at lighter, half the price. <laughs> Tamron, Tamron. And it can take a beating. <laughs> We're not gonna get any fucking sponsors talking like no, that. I'm not talking like that, man. You guys, you gotta listen to me. How I say my shit. <laughs> like, guys, follow the fucking. Remember, script. I'm the star of the show. <laughs> follow my lead. Fucking Jerry was talking about standards here. I'm trying to set it. <laughs> so, being from San Diego and living in DC without a car, you don't have a car. Yeah, I don't have a car. How do you like that city life? Because that's like a real commitment to to city <laughs> that life. It really is. To I city can- life. Um. I mean, uh, the studio is like a five-minute skateboard ride, and I also have a moped. Oh, cool! Okay, like one of those. How much was it? Four hundred dollars. It was like one of those fifty cc. Yeah, it was forty-nine ccs, and it's like one of those super vintage ones. So it's like it doesn't look like a moped. How fast does it go? It goes. It goes twenty-five. Ah, fuck! It's it's so old that it can't even take uh, like a. A mod, because I, because I'm, 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 no, I'm actually in the market of like trying to find like a moped or something, some something too. How are you gonna mount your camera to your moped, bro? Oh, that's easy. I'm sure there's a way. I can uh. tape that shit on there. <laughs> after you get that with G's enough master tape, tape. Yeah, after, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put my G master on it and just tape it on my. Fucking Just roll a whole like roll of gaffer tape around the barrel. <laughs> oh, just make sure you're using the Tamron. <laughs> <laughs> it could take a beating. <laughs> Shit, man. So where, where's like, where's your favorite place to shoot in the city or, dang, in the region? Because I'm, I'm sure you've traveled outside of the DC area. Um, I would, my favorite place to shoot. I mean, aside from Crate, which is that yeah. fifty-two <laughs> Street, hit that plug. Hold on, what hold on. It? Wait, we didn't even hit the plug my yet. My favorite <laughs> place to shoot is definitely at Crate, my studio, fifty-two O Street Northwest, hey. right off of fucking North Cap in New York, but. A 10-minute walk from Noma Metro Station? Yes, sir. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really into studio shooting. I'm not going to lie. I really love studio lighting. That's something I'm trying to get into, actually, yeah. like trying to learn that. Because, that, I mean, that that in and of itself is a is a whole, like, skill to, to learn. 100%. <laughs> like, lear- learning... Got the guard dog on deck. Le- learning, how, <laughs> le- learning how to shoot with us in a studio with lighting and everything. That's something I haven't learned at all. 
I mean, I've been around it, but it's yeah. not it's not something that I've experienced. It's in a different like, environment, like a, a different like kind of process for creativity. One hundred percent. Because when you're in the studio, I feel like there's a lot of. This is my personal experience. Yeah. When you're in a studio, especially when you're working with like a model in a studio, there's way more pressure on you as the photographer to have very good direction. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and and have everything set up exactly, exactly what you want because yeah. one thing's off, then it's not the shot. Yeah, when you're doing like environment, like street photography mm-hmm. or even environmental portraitures, like outside, like a lot of people are doing environmental portraiture. Is that that's, that's the thing? That's what I call it. What? Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> environmental <laughs> portraiture, which is basically portrait photography <laughs> if you're too broke to afford a studio. Would you not call it just street? Would you? I would classify that as like just no, no. Well, environmental sorry, for portraiture sounds cooler. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, like qualify street photography as like the candid side of photography like you know what i'm talking about like gather gathering true, like, true, true, true. Wait, 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 people wait, wait, wait. in the city okay um but yeah when you're shooting outside and you're not in the studio space and you're not really fucking with lights and all that um there's variables that go into it obviously mm-hmm. you're working with sunlight um you're trying to deal with you know problems like the wind or whatever but when you're in a studio like that's <laughs> yeah that's all you yeah <laughs> you're like you need to get the wind <laughs> <laughs> you need to recreate the yeah i was i was in a shoot with julian and we were trying to like recreate a, a shot with the having the wind in the hair yeah. and and like we had the fans and going on and all that <laughs> shit. like god damn we, can't, we just can't do it sometimes you the, know the dope part definitely is like that consistency in lighting so you can just keep going for what right you're really that's yeah get. yeah and that's what i that's what i really like i mean i just did um i i did this whole fucking boot camp just for studio photography couple months ago um because i mean i've been running my studio for almost two years now and still was not able to shoot photo studio photo (laughs) good boy so as you guys can tell this is a really homegrown uh podcast (laughs) (laughs) we are literally in my house just doing a podcast (laughs) taking care of business at the same time you know you know (laughs) picked up (laughs) oh my god we hope to get picked up by spotify iHeartRadio. y'all yeah you know you know the the, the homegrown you know style of things you know know? make it all what did you what did you uh what'd you get some uh some new vape juices Ooh. you got it delivered yeah man you know, I don't right. like to go out to shop places, especially during COVID. <laughs> so stay COVID safe. Wash your hands. Weird, weird. I mean, like, it's in a package. And everything. Yeah. And this ain't even your house. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> why I was so confused. I think that's where he's going with <laughs> yeah. this. I, yeah, I think I established that just a second ago. <laughs> it's a 21st century, man. You know? Everything you're looking for is on that's the internet. That's FedEx sealed, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Love to be in America. What did I miss, man? <laughs> I asked the question and left the room. I don't much. Jerry's We're talking about studio dickhead. photo, just like, um, <laughs> true, true. like kind of we like it. Yeah. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Didn't mean to throw a curveball to you guys. <laughs> gotcha. So is that, is that, is that? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I can, always, yes. I, always trust you. I can always trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually smoke nicotine. I'm not a big fan of nicotine. It's not good for you. No, it's, it's not. None of the things that we put in our bodies. Do you actually not smoke nicotine? I gave wow. up cigarettes like eight years ago. Cold turkey. I, go, I wish I could. Uh, I was just cold turkey. I couldn't even do vapes. Oh, I mean, back then, uh, vapes were shit. Now, even now, now, now I, Jules, I Jules are, Yeah, now, now it's 10 a.m. And I'm like, 
coughing up and almost throwing up because I'm like overdoing a jewel at night. Oh, okay. Like, uh, like, tell us more. Tell us more about your jewel experience. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. I just, I'm going to buy more later. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit. I love this shit. <laughs> it tastes so good when it comes back up. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of those like UK cigarette packets. I know, right? You're uh, just living it. <laughs> the ones with the teeth and all that shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I, just something for me about nicotine. They just turned. I mean, don't get me wrong. I used to love Newports. I think that's what Man. it was. I used to smoke a lot of Newports. Yo, my first Instagram before Explorer Jerry was Newport Jerry. Oh, <laughs> it's like no I'm, way. I, when I say I am the trashiest person, you know, head ass. Like, dog. I was down. I was with it. I love Newports, bro. So, I love Newports I love too, man. All, what is it? What do they call fiberglass? We got yeah. fiberglass yeah. and then yeah. bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was they say it's killing us. Yeah. I'll tell you something though, man, a Newport and a cup of coffee in the morning. Dog. It's like having like a like a a, a spearmint nicotine coffee mixture dog. in your mouth. It, it was it's it's amazing. The like the combination of a cigarette and coffee. Oh man, I tell man. you right now though, if I'm fucked up and I have a Newport, just take me to the bathroom. I'm throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Newport yeah. Newports you just has this like extra level to whatever you do in your life. Mm-hmm. It could be three in the morning. You're doing things you shouldn't be doing, but you smoke a Newport. You're really gonna be doing things you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is some extra. Gives it's you. something about that taste that sits on your hold tongue. On, hold on, where guys, you're like... guys, guys. I need a clear snippet. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh. Here we go. Newport, Newport, Newport. It'll take you places you haven't been before. <laughs> is that it? That's it. That's all. Oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> all right, man. I actually, hey, no, hey, it's okay. What? I'm a Newport smoker. I liked it. You know <laughs> I liked it because it takes you that extra that level up. You <laughs> don't worry. It worked. Yeah. None of the ads for nicotine. I'll buy a Newport off of that. <laughs> for old a Newport. Sake. Yeah, man, 50, Newport. 50 cents. I remember I used to buy you Newport. You buy it for 50 cents? I bought my Lucy's for a dollar. Dog, no. I mean, it's probably a dollar now, but when I was growing up. Damn, that's 18, a ripoff. Holy 18 shit. 18 to like 23, I used to be able to get uh, Lucy's for a quarter for Newports. Then they realized how many Newports they were selling. It was 50 cents a, a cigarette. Fuck me. And I used to go in there with a dollar or three dollars. Let me get the big Dutch and let me get two Newports. <laughs> Share that big Dutch with your friends, smoke that weed, and then you get two Newports together. Shit. And you're sitting on a couch. Damn, dog. Some good weed, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, you can barely breathe. That fucking Newport's killing Shit, you. man. I remember, I remember the first time I bought a Black and Mild. Oh, man. Yeah. When, like, when you're broke, a black and mild would, you know. You have to out that shit like multiple two days. times. That's two days. I used to, yeah. I used to. Yeah. Did, are you, are you, are you guys aware of freaking a black yeah, and mild? Yeah, you gotta take out the little mm-hmm. cancer paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, also, that's like a trans. It's, it's like it's a, like trans, a national it's a national thing. Yeah. Okay. Everyone okay. Knows okay. When you get a black and mild, take the tobacco out in a little plastic yeah. wrap. <laughs> yeah. You pull out the little. Light oh man, that paper, shit. That shit used to hit so good. That shit used to hit so good. In middle school, my friends used to do that. Take out the little cancer paper and then mix it up with like a dime bag of weed that they had. Oh, that big old that's the move. The, yeah, when you, I mean, they were like 12, 13 years old, like yeah. six. Oh, uh, a little dime bag <laughs> shit. Yeah, that would get you plenty high. Like a day and a half, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I was exposed to a lot of that shit growing up. That shit was funny to me. And then when I hit college, is when I first started experimenting in life. True, true. Yeah. So I'm a yeah, I, like I, I just look when I when I when me and my brother bought uh, a black and mild for the first time because we we didn't have access to cigarettes or anything like that. But we had eighty cents, and you had access to the one guy. And that we had access. You sell and we you. and we we went to the gas station down the street. The right gas station. <laughs> no, they were Ethiopian. Like most of most of Alexandria is Ethiopian oh, okay. right now too. I don't even know that. Yeah, just like Silver Spring. Mm. But that when I we, know. When, when we when we went to the gas station down the street, my brother was older, obviously. So he mm. he's like, "Oh, let me get a black and mild," and we got one. 
And, well, you know, we were all fucking pressed to smoke the shit. Smoked it right away. It didn't yeah, do nothing smoked, to it. No, but we smoked it and, like, <clears throat> inhaled it, but not having, like, you know, having had... Previous experience. Previous experience with a, a shit ton of nicotine. And we smoked the shit and we got sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it was just so much. Oh, yeah. yeah. It fucked us up. We're like, yo, why am I so sick? You ever smoke cigarettes one after the other, like, just to try it? I've done that. I've, I've, I've done. I've done. I've, I mean, I've, I've changed. I've, I've changed. I've chain smoked at least like Pierre, four. Pierre B chain smoking. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Back in my day. <laughs> like, hold on. Back in my day, I used to. I was like, he's acting lie. like he's tried it. I was like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this one time, from like 2013 to uh, 15. No nah, man, I used to smoke a lot. Yeah, yeah now I used to be smoking a pack a day. Yeah, I used, yeah. There was a time that I smoked a pack a day. It is a habit thing. I'll say that much. But I remember the reason why I kept smoking is because I'd get in my car, smoke a cigarette with my coffee. Every time you're in the car. Every time. As soon as you start yep. the car, you start driving. You know, yep. once you get out the parking lot, once you got a nice breeze mm-hmm. going through the car, it never mattered. That fucking smell was always in your car. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Spark up that cigarette, and you driving with your cigarette. Mm-hmm. And Chilling. Was I didn't even drive <laughs> until I had it lit. <laughs> I didn't even start driving oh, Until no. I had oh, my I cigarette lit I always felt cool When I would hit the little button The little light up button <laughs> <laughs> I was driving yeah. I was so Oh Fucking okay, Matthew McConaughey over yeah, here Scarface over here I'm not even looking When I put it back I was so routine I knew where to push it Because I was driving stick So I hit third gear Push it Hear it pop I'm on the highway Fourth gear Without even looking off the road <laughs> Click right back in there. That's what I definitely miss about smoking. Is smoking yeah. in the car. It felt cool. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, yeah. They they really that marketing about smoking is cool really made you feel cool. I loved it. It felt so good though. Yeah. That made it, driving it so much enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but much but too. hold on, hold on, hold, whoa, whoa, whoa. But what about that after a good dinner cigarette? After a nah, good lunch. I had the habit of going to the restroom right after dinner. So really, I, I would never smoke right after. Damn, dinner. man. Yeah. After after I eat a good meal, I had to have a cigarette. That was my thing. Yeah, Definitely damn. After, am I the only one? They're fucking. That's me. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> Never lived in a place where I could just smoke inside the place. I always had to go to the balcony. Every once in a while, you meet the I one. Mean, yeah. You meet the one joint that's. Uh, get, they, they'll let you. They got it. They got it. They got a part of the restaurant. <laughs> 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 that's true. Back in the day, smoking or non-smoking? What? Imagine having to go back in time and answer the same questions. That yeah, we well, in Virginia, before. in Virginia, you used to be able to do that. Just go. To, well, in Florida too. You, mm. yeah. And it was weird because when I went to Florida, like. Six years ago, yeah, like six years ago, when the new the new norm was to not smoke in a bar or yeah, smoke anywhere. That was new. Yeah. yeah, it was a new thing. And I went to Florida, and I was in downtown Orlando, and I had a vape at the time. Was like, oh, can I smoke my vape in here? And the the bouncer looked at me stupid, like like I was stupid, like yeah, you can smoke in here. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? Yeah, but <laughs> I guess in Florida you can still smoke inside. So, yeah, I remember clubs, clubs with the cigarette smoke. You knew you went to the club because that shit would stick with you for two days. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I. Just, that's the only thing I don't miss about smoking. It's just the smell. That's really what stopped me from doing it. it. Was like I just hated smelling like cigarettes. I was like, man, like everyone knows, oh, like yeah, you know, it's worse than weed. Yeah, I'd rather smell like weed than a cigarette. <laughs> no, honestly, we don't even really be sticking on you like cigarettes, uh-uh. like at all. No, cigarettes stink. If you smoke inside a room, that stink of a cigarette's gonna last oh, yeah. longer than the smell of anything. Oh else, yeah, you know? yeah. Don't yeah. smoke. <laughs> Everyone just don't, don't smoke, smoke cigarettes. I'm, I'm, I'm over here reminiscing about my yeah. smoking days. Like I had a good time. Not gonna lie. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm just sitting here like, that's damn, that should sound like fun. Low key, I want a fucking cigarette now. You said Newports, right? They take you to another level. I'm gonna get that Newport. I used to get the I used to get the hundreds because they were the same price as the regulars. Oh yeah, yeah, and then because it was like you get more cigarette, you get you know you get more. 
<laughs> had to share those hundreds but, because, man. But I used to short those. I used to smoke half of the the, the hundreds and then for later, you yeah, know. Always. <laughs> nah, I used to be smoking the hundreds straight. <laughs> I was like, damn, all that's, the way, that's tough. I remember <laughs> when. Big boy lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when Julian and, Julian and I actually went full time creating at the same time. So awesome. I left I left the military and Julian quit his job. And it was funny because we were both so broke at that time after that. Because <laughs> like we, <laughs> we got our jobs. Happens, huh? We got our jobs and you know, we're like, oh I bet. And we kinda got a little bit consistent thing going on. And then we went full time and it was like, all right, bet now we get into reality. Man, we used to like fucking we used to dig in each other's cars for quarters just to get <laughs> enough money for Newports. Like <laughs> me and Julian, like that's why we're so tight because we're like, damn, bro, we used to really just no, like, that, but that that's that's what makes bags. a friendship though. Yeah. That's what makes a real friendship. When Struggle you're, with like, people. Yeah, yeah, when you're struggling. Yeah, because like that's when you know like if if the motherfucker doesn't like offer something to you while you're there with him and he's broke too. Yeah. Yeah. Got to ride together. Bad boys for life. Yeah, it says a lot when you know somebody's like broke as shit and mm-hmm. de- definitely doesn't need to be sharing, but be sharing. Mm-hmm. It says a lot. I fuck yeah, with that. Man. Shit. So I I lost my train of thought there. Damn man, I thought you were gonna hit us with like a great transition. I I, I, I did, wow. I did. I tried, I tried, man. Yeah. Everyone was like, Ooh. <laughs> what's what's he about to say? So <laughs> nothing. So Jerry, you're Filipino. You're Filipino. Oh my god. <laughs> We got, we, we got, you, we got to hit all the like check. We is, already is got the that out the way, bro. Filipino you, or the F Filipino? <laughs> <laughs> you let us know. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I remember recently uh, when you were here, you, you were there, there was something going on with a restaurant that they, that they like appropriated it. And then you yeah. were fighting against it. And what? Well, so just, just, just so that people know. Quick rundown. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I think that was a very, yeah. very nuanced micro moment of like. Because people don't understand. It like you miss yeah. it in the simplest of things. Yeah, one hundred percent, and it got huge. Um, so basically, Shit, there was, it was this in the restaurant. Fucking news. Yeah, it was on yeah. CNN and everything. Yeah. It was there was this restaurant in DC, um, and it just opened up during quarantine, and risky. First off. Yeah, yeah right? and it was well, a wine bold. bar. It was a wine bar, and it was called oh, Barcada, cool. and then. And it's a Spanish and Filipino word. Um, they took Wait, it what, from what, what? What was it called again? Barcada, which stands for like troop, like tropa, or like squad, or like you know, whatever. I don't know. Is, okay. this, is it a Spanish word as well? It's, no, it's I don't, Spanish. No, it, it might be a derivative. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So basically, they released like on these Eater articles and everything, talking about like you know, it showed the people who had it, and there were just four white guys, and they had this Filipino name on this wine bar that had nothing to do with being Filipino. And it was like really weird. Um, and then when they released the article and they were talking about like how they came up with the name, they're like, Oh, we just looked up on Google, like Dog. different ways to call groups of friends. And then they were like, and this one had the word bar in it. So we said, yeah, bar kata. And like, did it, did it was the biggest way. How, how you it differently? Yeah. No, how do you, no. I was, was just, how was this spelled? No, it, it was like the most blatant shit. And like, Damn. it was like, it's like, wow, this is so, that's so stupid. Like, yeah. that's not cool. Because especially like the Filipino, Filipino scene right now, um, in the restaurant industry, we have Bad Saint, which was the number one restaurant in America, mm-hmm. like in 26, 2017 or some shit. Um, and it's like, you know, in terms of like the minority communities, like they're working so hard to have this like, you know, spot on the table. And then these fucking four white dudes come in and like, just like, they call it, um, like race baiting basically right where they're like oh we're doing this so we can get more money yeah Edgy. and then they're like all the, now we have a filipino name so we secured the filipino market but it's Psych like nah. yeah thought, boy so a homie of mine like posted like it on shit. facebook and i released the p- post um 
on this Filipino Facebook group that I run as well. And it got super fucking viral. It got over millions of fucking hits. And we got, we managed to like make it a big, like have a lot of international attention, even in the Philippines. So it was really crazy. Um, within just the next day, like, um, we were getting calls by like so many fucking publications talking in about 24 it. 24 hours? Yeah. I mean, actually, that night was from when I posted it on the Facebook group and then it got viral. It got trending on fucking Twitter. Um, like, yeah, it was it was crazy. We ma- I managed to speak to the owners and everything. We had a really good open conversation. Cool. Um, Do they recognize like how shallow it was for them? Yeah, it's I a mean, real shallow. Like not to, I'm not trying to yeah. judge them, but it's a re- it's a blatantly shallow move to just yeah. say it is. Take that word, bro. It has bar in it. Like, it's it's, <laughs> it's yeah. It's like it's like at the end of the day, like there's everybody else who are people of color have to fucking tiptoe around every single fucking subject. I'm sort taking white subjects. <laughs> I'm taking it, white know? phrases and making restaurants with them. <laughs> yeah, but then white people I'd like to every see day, a manager. Bro. Welcome. There's white people every Welcome day Welcome to the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> so. Selling fucking Puerto Rican food. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We're calling it bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got bills to pay. Don't you see the shirt? <laughs> They're like, what is it? Peruvian chicken. What the fuck? <laughs> All the Karens will be mad as shit. <laughs> yeah, they'd Name be mad. Name a restaurant Karen. <laughs> and everyone wears that they sell wig. Mexican food in there. <laughs> everyone wears the wig with the white woman bayang. <laughs> Not the bayang. Right Not the bayangs. <laughs> Karens always have a very like epic, harsh. Mm. You know you're in trouble. And they had a little spoots at the top. Dude, it's crazy because you bring up Karen. With that situation that happened, we had a whole divide between, like, diaspora Filipinos and then pe- Filipinos from the Philippines. Wait, what is that? Diaspora? Diaspora means, like, you know, people who are coming from out, who, like, emigrated or, like, people okay. who just are not from Part of the culture area. but not yeah. in the actual physical. So okay. you're part of the diaspora of Honduras. Yeah, and your diaspora story diaspora. would be, like, how your family got here. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, we're diaspora kids, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there's what? people from... <laughs> so, there's people from the Philippines who actually did not agree me, with man. that. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, it was crazy because, like, you know, for us who are, like, we're affected by it and, like, think it was fucking rude. Like, no one wasn't fucking with it. We wanted to say something. And the people in the Philippines were like... Nah, fuck that. We we just want to get this representation. We're trying to get this attention. But it's not us doing yeah, it. Exactly. And, right. and that was the whole issue. And like now, the person who like called it out, my homegirl, yeah. um, she they actually got trending on Twitter, and they called they labeled her from the Philippines. They made a hashtag called the Philam Karen, and then they created a whole fucking Ouch. petition. No way. Over ten thousand signatures from super conservative Filipinos because Philippines is conservative. And yeah, I mean Central America is yeah, too. And yeah, they, and they and they 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 worship white people all day. Like the Western really? culture is like like as long as they see anything related or like aren't you paying say, attention? Look at us now. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. But they just want they just want the attention. There's literally tweets where they're like, "How are you gonna um say that this is appropriation when you know from but like from our sta- our point of view, we're a starved and attention hungry country. We need the attention. Like we need the representation in that way." And but it's like is that's that, the is issue. That, is, is that like, a that's better tourism board? Don't yeah. bring people. <laughs> Get the tourism. Call yeah. Crate. Call Street Meat. We'll get the tourism board ready to Duh. go. Dude, yeah, the so fuck? they canceled her ass, bro. Like, and she, like, so that whole situation was. So wild. she doesn't exist no more. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. She moved. She acts. It's crazy because she literally <laughs> moved. Oh, she went to Mars, she moved bro. Three days later, I was like, damn. But, um, yeah. So that shit was wild. Fucking cancel. <laughs> Suck my dick. Cancel culture. <laughs> but it was it was crazy because the only reason that shit even got popping was because of like. 
you know, how well organized people in the different communities were. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with a lot of orgs and like Asian American orgs in DC to like, you know, push us on the board so we can make sure that we're doing shit to standard, you know, in terms of representation. So it was cool to see like everybody like, you know, unify and be like, hey, this, we don't fuck with this. Like you need to do something about it. Yeah. Like what, what else, what else pisses you off? As like re- representation. Do you now. hate Goya and the name Adobo? Um, I not I mean, because of the whole Trump thing. I'll definitely, I'll not definitely because of the thing. Yeah, I definitely say it's one hundred percent for sure. Like it is canceled as fuck. But I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about the whole uh, support for. The, I'm gonna talk about like the phrase Adobo because Moy uh, introduced us to the fact that there's a, a specific dish mm. from the Philippines called Adobo. And in, in yeah. Hispanic culture, it's, it's the just national a, dish. It's, a seasoning. Seasoning. Yeah. it's the yeah. national dish. Yeah, adobo okay. is the, actually the national dish. That's fantastic. So for us, it's just a seasoning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's really that's interesting. That, that's whenever that Spanish conquistador yeah, yeah. influence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right so it's there. crazy because like whenever we talk about adobo, it's like we're like, oh, like, we have so much pride about it because yeah. it's like a full dish. Like we eat it every like every Tuesday or something. You know, <laughs> nice, it's nice. like it's a part of the weekly transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then like there's there's a Spanish adobo where it's like just the seasoning. <laughs> it's, like, it's better right. than salt and pepper. <laughs> to our white friends and listeners, I mean, we please can buy it. Adobo, everybody. Adobo just is better seasoning than what you're using normally. Yeah, but there's a whole dish. There's yeah. a whole dish. And the way uh, I've seen, I looked it up after and afterwards. It's like a nice stewed chicken, if I'm not. Yeah, mistaken. it's um, it's a soy, it's soy and vinegar base, mm-hmm. and. Yo, you cook that soy and vinegar base. This yeah. guy, yeah. what the fuck is it? What is it? It's 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 it's, it's, it's like chicken. five ingredients: it's soy yeah. sauce, vinegar, peppercorn. can make it. Peppercorn, basically. bay leaves, and fucking chicken, and that's it. And you serve it on top of rice. And yep. And so what so we're doing delicious. today is we are gonna get some fucking adobo. If you literally want, we can literally do it. And I can. You hey, can, can, you, can, you, can you call? <laughs> can you call like one of your relatives to come through real quick? Just to oh, in San Diego, man. Weren't you listening? Bro, I could cook. <laughs> I was a nutritionist. I could. I was nutritionist. Hold on. Wait, events wait, wait, wait. At the studio. All right. Hold on. Now, now we're we peeling layers. We're peeling layers here. He's so like said, an onion. <laughs> <laughs> you said that's an ingredient, right? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. I use ingredient. <laughs> All right. So you, you said you. You're, you're a nutritionist. Nutritionist. Yeah, I was a nutritionist. <laughs> I was a nutritionist in the army. That's actually why I came to DC. So wait, 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 hold on. Have better poops. <laughs> hold on. So the whole wait, army has specific jobs just for nutritionists to ensure. That the yeah, army I mean is being everything fed, like, you can imagine on land. There's a job in the military in the army for it. There's people who fix water fountains, and that's like oh, yeah. their tr- no, but like that's their tr- specifically like that's what they're doing. The water and, fountain, and same guy. thing. Yeah, the water. They're water specialists. They're water. They're like water care specialists. Um, Damn. In terms, they're of the, away from the they're, domestic. There's the, 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 the W. Yeah. That's yeah, like the yeah. resume name that I would have used. <laughs> so like, there's a WFGs. Water fountain guys. WFGs. Water fountain guys. There's WFGs. There's gas. There's gas specialists who literally the GSs the cars. You serve two Pierre? <laughs> Yo, this shit's wild, yeah. There's so, occupational therapists and so everything. All of that is domestically on land. Mm-hmm. Is that does that exist excursionary forces? Like let's say Um so the limited there's limited things like when it comes to land for the Navy, mm-hmm. then it would be mostly like medical stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the rest would everyone else has to be able to be able to do the job on ship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow, man. You learn a little bit every day. Yeah, for I, sure. I kind of knew that with the Air Force because my dad was an engineer specifically on an F-4 during Vietnam, Ooh. the Phantom. 
and he had to work on the gang shit, the vertical thrust capabilities of it. So I'm not mistaken, the version of it had a weight that would help it take off on shorter. See, that's a specific ways. ass job. Specific. <laughs> like he was that just is a that, specific like, ass job. Yeah, he yeah. had that specific job where he was just there. He couldn't fly only because he had glasses. Damn. It was keeping him from flying. That's real as fuck, yeah. He was, he was physically fit. He was playing in the minor leagues in baseball. Like, he was like a, a, like a fit, you know, he was like 5'10", like small enough to fit in a cockpit of a fighter pilot. But he had glasses. He passed all the other tests. <laughs> so now you had to fix them. Dog, I'd be so mad. Hell yeah, I'd be mad. Explains <laughs> yeah. his relationship with no the military. <laughs> he was definitely not a fan of the military. Wait, hold on. So service. so what led, what led you to get into the fucking military? <laughs> Um, I was I was poor as fuck. I lived in the barrio in <laughs> San Diego. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I was poor. Yeah, End of story. Did, did the recruiter it. find right. you at high school and yeah. saw your test so scores? You know, so, you, so, so hold on, Derek. So in our school, like you don't, you're pretty much most likely not gonna go to college, and if you did, you would be a nurse or a fucking health tech or in the military. So Jerry, did you ever get your charger? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was no. a challenger, I, I had a smart ass. ass. No, no, that that's rude. Did you get the Camaro? <laughs> <laughs> He, he's not answering because he got one of the two. I was like, no, I had a Mazda. I got both of them. I had a Mazda. I got both of them. I was an officer, dickhead. Both of them. I was lieutenant nutritionist. I was an LN. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Ellen. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> we know. I know. That's We're the, idiots. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> no, because I I always wonder why people join the military. Because like yeah yeah, it's I could never see myself. I I I contemplated it for a second. When I was like maybe twenty, so when the new Challenger came out, <laughs> <laughs> notice how recruitment goes up every no, time no, Dodge drops a new Challenger car. Came out like twenty fifteen or something like that. But no, I I always wonder like what what drives people to to join the military. And from what I gather from you, and we've hung out several times. Yeah, yeah. I never would have thought that you would be in the military. Yeah. Like never. Yeah. And I feel like the military has they they always do something to you. Where it's like you have to not behave a certain way, but like there's just something that w- that's a telltale sign that you're you've been in the military. I mean, the common idea of the military is what they tell you in the recruiting service for country. You yeah, love you your serve country your country, and, and isn't that and that's and speaking from say, somebody speaking, some, your country. No, yeah, speaking yeah. from somebody who didn't join the military but almost did. I went to a military high school where we like yeah, superly yeah. like influenced by like the JROTC program. They had <laughs> basically <laughs> had a salute in the hallway. They were like hugging their girl. You can't, you can't get by them. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm gonna marry her as soon as I enlist. He's like walking, <laughs> holding her down the hallway like this. <laughs> he's not even walking forward. He's walking to his left. <laughs> she walks forward. And he's shuffling. But go ahead. But yeah, you're right. Like the and the recruiters would all say like basically like the the point of your basic training is to kind of like bring you down to a level and kind of morph you into right. your role yeah. as a soldier mm-hmm. in the United States. As a w- uh, WFG? <laughs> <laughs> no, FNG. The fucking new guy. FNG. <laughs> I'm the FNG WFG guy. <laughs> what? I'm the new fucking guy the water fire. <laughs> Be stupid. Level two. <laughs> Level two? <laughs> But dude, yeah, so it's crazy because the <laughs> basic training and boot camp and shit, it's literally designed to break you down and brainwash you. No, fuck that. So then, like, I mean, yeah, I remember when I was at boot camp, literally, they were just 
you'd be singing songs every day talking about shooting someone in the face or like Ugh. yeah it's literally singing songs and then so, running to sing, but you'll running think, and singing. You'll think it's stupid at first, but eventually you get to the point where it's like you're yelling it. Yeah, you're yelling it and running you. with fifty other people who they did are that doing to the us same in high thing. school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, and the reason why I did it as well, I mean, I understood the benefits and everything that comes with it. Like, yo, bro, I'm trying to get that health insurance. I'm definitely trying to get the fuck out of the house. Like, my family was, my, my parents didn't have jobs, and my brothers didn't have jobs. Everyone's in college. I was like, we we're already struggling to eat dinner. I was like, man, yo, I'm not even trying to have y'all worry about what I'm doing. Like, right. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, and I'll even send you guys some money. Like, right. Um, peace. Like, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do me. So that's that's why I joined the military. And for me, being such an expressive person, like, I definitely did not let that change the way I approach things. But yeah, because I, I mean, things you're you're different. you're you're cool. I mean, most military people aren't like they're, they're, yeah, they're, I, I think they're they're straight edge to a degree but then a lot of them have an edge to them whether it's through their experience or who yeah. their personality right so i think like you said that, that they, they break you to morph you yeah you just kept who you are internalized yeah. and just did your job yeah and i was and i killed it i was thriving it was you uh, killed him you what yeah. wait you <laughs> killed, killed such yeah. <laughs> whole time well you traveled overseas nah man that was around the corner <laughs> yeah bro i was a nutritionist dog don't let us sleep on it <laughs> i gave him almonds when he was allergic <laughs> so you're not a vegan <laughs> yo i was getting into fights with like grandmas who who just got like cardiovascular disease and shit and i was like you can't eat these cakes and they'd be like I'm eating the cake. <laughs> you're going to die. But you just gave me the surgery because you're eating the cake. <laughs> She's like, just give me two then. <laughs> two hearts? <laughs> Fuck them both up. So, I mean, so it's safe, it's safe to, to assume that people that, I guess, don't have the means to do or to, to get a job or I don't even know if it's even getting a job, but you have the mean get means in general. Yeah, I right. think the economic situation that you found yourself in is similar to a lot of uh, to a lot of other people that are in the United States forces. One hundred percent, exactly. A lot of people who join the military, they they join because they mean to. Yeah, and then and either, then either the courts mandated them to go mm. to the military, they they economically just going to be better off for joining the military. Or you have that purebred pride and culture. I have to serve. My family's been serving yep. since oh, the yeah. Revolutionary War. Oh yeah, my my dad War. served. My grandfather served. Eight generations of my and family. And I'm white. Served. And I and I don't knock that. <laughs> a lot of times it's because they're white. You know, mm. you get more mixed color of people now that were younger, where they're maybe second or third generation. Or they want citizenship. Yeah, uh, that's not even guaranteed anymore. Yeah, that's not even guaranteed. That's not even guaranteed you anymore. Can you can still get deported and serve as a veteran. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> some dude was like an award. Uh, I want to say he wore. Oh him. wait, that's wrong. Why is that still happening? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Why? Why? <laughs> that is weird. Why is it? Is it because they're brown? That has that. I'm sure that has nothing to do with. Not it. at all. Anyway, <laughs> it's weird for me. It's a very strange proposition to offer people who are not either green card holders, legal immigration status, to then offer themselves up to serve to protect your interests and needs as a country. And more underscore interest. The last time we fought a real war was World War II. Maybe, oh, yeah. That was maybe real... the Korean War, but that was over communism. Right. That was you know? a, that, yeah. yeah. World War Two. I mean, all right. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of certain interests gained in it, but I think the I mean, no, I mean, there's there's the like, propaganda behind it was a lot right better. Now. We're literally, but the propaganda in... behind that war was more righteous than the current wars that we find ourselves in. Yeah, okay, that's that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 
ESPN. I was like, because people, people dying, bro. People, people dying. Oh, oh, unfortunately, <laughs> we're people all dying by the hundreds. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're we're in the war right now. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> yeah, because it's not even talked about. They're, the media is so focused on making yeah. other people look bad. Yeah, I think you're trying to like differentiate the, the, the conflicts that we're having right now versus uh. like grand wars of like previous generations. No, I mean th- those wars were, were like, all right, that's a bad guy over there. That's a bad thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bad a thing. Bad what they're thing. doing over there, they're wearing a, they're wearing a different fucking uniform than you. Kill that person <laughs> over there. All that person was doing is trying to pay the rent back home because Germany was in a fucking massive recession. Right. They yeah. just wanted the Camaro too. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because it was two horses instead of one. <laughs> Yo, all I got out of the military was a fucking hernia. That's all I got. Damn. You gave you a hernia for free? That's all I got was a fucking hernia from the military, bro. I didn't get shit from Were the military. Were you picking up like a lot of bread at once? Nutritionist, <laughs> bro. How you get a hernia and being a nutritionist? Dog, next time you watch Saving Private Ryan, you just think <laughs> they're all there for a Camaro. <laughs> and they all have hernias. Every time they sit down, they're like, ugh. <laughs> America. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you, you, you came out of it kind of level-edged or leveled or whatever. I mean, it's really cool because, like, nowadays when I meet veterans who are in the creative community, I totally understand where they're coming from. And because, like, you go through this fucking world where the only thing that existed was military. Right. And the only people you were surrounded with was military. So it's, mm-hmm. like, it's really cool because I got to see and understand, like, oh, word, they really, like, they really had to search for this. They really had to love what they're doing. And, like, and they have so much to tell. Right. And so it's like really cool because I definitely connect with a lot of veterans, regardless of like, you know, how cool they are or whatever. Because so you're you're definitely. officially a veteran, right? Yeah, I'm officially a veteran. Honorable discharge. Sorry to hear that, contract. man. Sorry Damn, to hear that. Sorry. <laughs> sorry <laughs> you, you didn't even get your Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> this man lives in the city. Didn't, get it, didn't even get the fucking Camaro. You know, are you flexing right now with your Camaro? <laughs> he got his moped. Yeah. <laughs> I got my old ass moped. He got a moped on In my scooter. <laughs> you got to put your Camaro paint job on it now. <laughs> At least it's Uncle Sam. Put a, just, put a, just put a Chevy badge on <laughs> it. <laughs> and then put the do, decals put on the it. Bumble, Bumblebee logo on this shit. <laughs> the yellow with the black stripes. <laughs> Oh, but I, I guess I guess uh, somebody wants to hear it. I'm sure down if anybody's listening to this podcast. Thank you for your service. No, real shit. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Damn. Uh, to, uh, this is that's this is funny. to the one Republican person that's listened to our podcast. Street fuck this guy. Like <laughs> Yo, fuck Can you believe government. they didn't say fuck thank you? He was on there for an hour and a half. They didn't even thank him for being yeah, there right? or his service. <laughs> Imagine talking to this guy do for a whole two hours. He, he, you guys didn't suck his dick. What the fuck are you guys doing? Why do you think we were so giddy at the beginning of this? <laughs> That's why I called it the Jerry Show. <laughs> That's how we start every broadcast. <laughs> oh, you got it. Oh, man. That's hilarious. But so yeah, I, man, that's, so, that's wild. So after you got out of the military, the, you just you knew that you wanted to go straight into the creative field? Or did you think yeah, you were like, so I need I to go into like, school or something? I mean, I was actually going to um, – It was I was in the middle of my reenlistment. Okay. So I had Oof. three Damn, months. You thought twice. Good for you. So yeah. So I <laughs> so I had to. So I had three months to decide if I wanted to stay in. But my contract, the next contract I would do, um, was six years. And six years. Yeah, so I had to sign my life away Damn. for six more years, dude. Fuck I would be. No. It would basically be now where I would have another opportunity after all this. So after all I've done, I would not have been able to do that. Um. Yeah. And then, but during that time, that's when I got my first gig, and I was like, 
man, like if I could just do this and there's, I barely touched the surface of what is the entrepreneurship shit that I could be doing here in DC. Right. So yeah, I decided to say fuck it and get the fuck out, man. <laughs> All right, there's so, an alternate universe where Jerry made the decision to reenlist for six <laughs> years. Yo, oh man, I'd be, I mean, I was married at the time, so I would have been, I would have been, I would, my girl would have been pregnant. Oh yeah, that's you remember that thing. you met me when I was married. You guys yeah. met me when I was married. Yeah. Yo, when, when he to Y'all my, forgot. <laughs> no, I don't remember because the other day I was sitting no, there. I was like, look, so Jerry, I didn't want to bring you. it up, but yeah. you know, I, 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 I don't know if you want to talk about it. The first time we actually hung out in his house. <laughs> Luis is mind blown. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm divorced, dude. So, yeah, I'm, that's the that's the part of the military that I really stuck with. <laughs> Got married right away. Legally. <laughs> Got these papers now. <laughs> Gotta go, bitch. <laughs> I got these papers. What is it? Divorce papers. <laughs> so she got the Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> she got the Camaro. Yo, she does have all the cars. She has all the cars. I'm so pissed. Yo, oh my god, I'm so pissed. She has Why the cars and the dogs. <laughs> and the dog. That's Alpha's parents. She took Alpha's parents, bro. No, I'm so salty. It's on site. It's on site. And you military trained? You go give her that <laughs> almond. I know she's allergic. Give her that poison almond, whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's is. funny as fuck. <laughs> My dogs. Give me that shit. So that's the one. That's the one stereotype you lived up to for the for military. Sure. I got married, nineteen years old. Oof. Divorced, fuck. Divorced twenty one. Oh my divorced god. At 21. Divorced and a veteran at twenty one. You can't even. You can't even. My service. You can't even self medicate. Yeah, I'm you. out. <laughs> I salute you, divorce lawyer. I'm out of here. Sign my. You, re, could, you my can't even like self medicate with alcohol at twenty one. Yo, yeah, real talk. So you were dishonorably discharged from your divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I dishonorably discharged her. The fuck. Hey, <laughs> But damn, she left with the dogs, dog. Yeah, she kept the dogs. Well, you got the better. I got all the puppies. I got all the puppies. So we all traded. Right. So she kept. She didn't like dogs that much. So she, she was. But she loved our dogs. Um, Wait, was she, she? Was she American or? She was a white girl. Okay. Well, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They just don't stop, dog. Yeah. They just can't let anything us have us anything. I wasn't woke. I wasn't woke back then. I wasn't woke back then. <laughs> white women, <laughs> open your third eye, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. It's a trap. Stop. <laughs> what do you think it is? That live, laugh, love shit ain't real. Yo, if that's bro. on her just wall. Leave. Leave. <laughs> Run. Is that a cowhide rug? Run. <laughs> Damn. It's not even real leather. It's faux. Yeah, like your love. I'm out of here. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So where, where are we going? Because we just got sidetracked like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. No, we were just, uh, we're you know. Peeling so back more layers, man. Oh, yeah. oh, so you were a whole <laughs> chef, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hi key. Did you learn that while you were married? That was a good one. I learned that when I was in the, in the um, doing nutritionist training and everything. Oh, so you had to cook the actual food. Yeah, I mean, well, so just to even be certified as a nutritionist, you have to know how to cook. So you, I went to cook school first for my prerequisite training wow. in the military, and then after I went to the medical wait, side. Wait, so of the wait, so you didn't know you didn't know about the concept of fire before being <laughs> no, nutritionist? No, that's firemen. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the FM. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the FMGs, the <laughs> fireman guy. Fireman <laughs> guy. <laughs> How redundant is that? That's so a fireman <laughs> girl. That's an FMG uh, too. It's, it's unisex. It's unisex. Hey, hey, hey. It, it, it knocks. Yeah, because fireman girl makes her feel nice. <laughs> Be woke, Pierre. Be woke. I am way. I am way woke. <laughs> up. Up. 
We're trying to all make right, the dog well, yeah, do tricks. We're not, we're not, we're not entertaining this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're all waiting for Alpha to do like yeah. <laughs> Alpha speak. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Alpha's like, welcome to the Jerry Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Yo, this was fun, man. Anything yeah. else we want to talk about? No. You anything I, else you want to say besides plug in your studio one more time? Um. All right. So, Fili- so Filipinos is spelled is spelled with the ph, right? Oh Clearly. Oh my god. I feel leave. like the da- daggers are coming out of your eyes. Right <laughs> now, bro. I'm literally gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I make my exit. <laughs> no wait. F. Actually, no. Actually, it's no. I actually want to know. Like, F I L I P I N O. Right. In terms and, I, of, and, and that makes sense because of yeah. Spanish, but what? Doesn't? Ph isn't F isn't the Spanish. Ph of Filipinos oh. like Philippines, you know how it's spelled in English. Does that is that a thing for you guys? As I don't know, I don't. Just I'm not Filipino. It's an F, so it might be. No, so the Philippines, the classification of Philippines, like in general as a country, is Ph, but right. Filipino in terms of the, the race and the person is F. Right, but that's yeah. the difference between. But the why? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, it's not an American thing. It's the Filipino side of it that's making sense. It's just how it works, mm. Pierre. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's just how that works. <laughs> that's <laughs> the rule. They, they made the rules, man. You gotta play with them. <laughs> just, just, just follow the rules. Just don't, don't break yeah. the law. Wear your fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> don't break the law, or you'll die in yeah. the Philippines. <laughs> that's isn't that accurate? Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, is, is that is that a thing with with uh you know like with like the guy uh Duterte? The, yeah. Yeah, he's that really good. Yeah, because that, that motherfucker, Trump, he's, yeah, he's he's wild. Yeah, he's wild. Boy. He just passed the law. It's called the terror law. Um, the terror law. Yeah, it's called terror. The, oh, that's out. That's out. Yeah, yeah, that so already it's, sounds it's, like uh, basically the anti-terrorism bill. And they have the opportunity to classify anyone who um, critiques the government as a terrorist. Oh, that's coming here. Internationally with no borders. So if you if you critique the Philippine government on any sense anywhere. You can so what, be you, flagged as a terrorist. In the so wait, you, so if you say something here, like right you, now, you get, like you get like the Filipino right now, this would SWAT be me classic me. I would be putting myself at risk of being classified. Fuck as a you, Duterte, classify this. Yeah, but I'm already one, so it's all hey, good. Hey, hey, <laughs> put that on the gang. <laughs> Street meat. That's right. Yeah. Follow at us. So wait, no. So follow, what happens? So follow so, us so, so what happens? They they what he uh, he sent. If you he come sends home, like a, you go to jail. You can you can literally get banned from going to the Philippines. By getting caught. Oh, that's a, at its would, worst. That's what you get. I mean, you. I mean, if you live there, there, I'm sure you'll over, die. Yeah, over oh, there. Yeah, over there. You can be tried without. Um, you could be. You can be arrested without trial. You can be killed without trial. Like they can do anything they want. Oh, like America. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Basic, <laughs> basically. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. We have. The I mean, same, there's yeah. so many people, that, and it's and the crazy thing is, it's it's pretty much targeted towards everybody. So just everybody's just dying left and right. That's wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So what happens if I say? No, I'm just kidding. I want to go to the Philippines at some point in my life. Fuck that. I'm not closing that's that door. Thing, like, do you want do you want to go to a country where you know they're gonna make you feel better than their own people? Hmm. Dang. I mean, think about that. Like, do Dang. you want to go somewhere? Came in with some heat. Like, do you want to go somewhere where you're gonna be treated better than the people who live there? I feel like you're asking the wrong demographic of people. Though, yeah, too. that's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like... If, if I mean, only wrong. I love to travel, guy, too. Maybe. Sir, are you aware that we're Americans? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm Puerto Rican, <laughs> dog. I'm just a U.S. citizen. That's really the truth of it. Yeah, Real he's shit. just owned by America. That's it. <laughs> They're my daddy. <laughs> They're my daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I'm an anchor baby myself, so, you know. <laughs> I got to keep the status, bro. <laughs>
fucked. Yeah, man. This is a wild ass time. Wild ass time. Damn, that's crazy. Though. I mean, yeah, you, you know, like if you think about, like when I went, to, I went to Dubai for the first time, and Filipinos are the working. And we class. haven't talked about this, this this entire podcast about you going to fucking Dubai. I've spent a lot of time in the Middle East. Um, but okay, he wasn't a nutritionist. <laughs> okay. Wait, he was in the private sector work. This is yeah. This is through uh, defense journalism, but also like as a freelancer as well. But okay. um, yeah, when I went to Dubai, it, I real I learned like that Filipinos were the working class. So like when you're you know when you're a teenager and you get a job or whatever, that wasn't a thing in Dubai because everyone's so rich. Yeah. So they just had like Filipino workers. So I was like, word. So when I went the first time, it was at a conference, and I got kicked out of the hotel when I got there because they thought I was help. Ooh. And I was like, they were like, this is for guests only. You need to leave or show us your dog. And I was like, I'm a producer, you bitch. Like I'm American. <laughs> yeah. But then I also like, and then to, to deal with that and get that prejudice, but then also like walk around Damn. Dubai and then literally everywhere I go, I'm surrounded by Filipinos. Like I can't even get a bus ticket. I can't even buy cigarettes. I can't even go to a bar because there's fucking Filipino prostitutes and Filipino bartenders everywhere. So, so that's the thing out yeah, there. And then getting looked at by them and they're like, oh, who the fuck is this Filipino American guy who thinks he's hot shit? And that was like, that was super Wait, weird. wait hold on. The, so you, 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 you feel like you got identified as a Filipino out there? Because I, I, I look, no, but yeah. I look at you, I, I, I would have immediately thought that you were Asian, not Filipino. Damn just dog, that's something. a I mean, broad generalization. <laughs> right, no, okay, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> I can also say, because like, when they yeah. look at us, they look, oh, they're Latino, but they're not yeah, going to look we're at all you Mexican, and say, we're all Mexican to all the Karens. You're, you're a yeah, Mexican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't don't even, yeah. I, I, I recognize that. I get, I get what you're trying yeah. to say then. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like two Filipinos, they're going to they're gonna know. They know when they see you, you're Filipino. Yeah, like I when I see a Filipino on the street, I'm pretty much like, "Where that's a Filipino person." Do you person. say what's up? Yeah, okay. I mean, like and when then, I see yeah. a Puerto Rican with a Puerto Rican tattoo, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, get okay, I'll, I'll, get okay. I'll slip in some comments. I'll definitely. I mean, I'm always talking to people on the street all the time as well. So it sucks because of COVID. Is it because you're in the alley? <laughs> <laughs> but um, sucking dicks. <laughs> no, no, she had the no, zipper the with the mouth face mask. <laughs> Luis met her too. <laughs> So, Jerry, a question then. So when you were walking around Dubai and you had you were surrounded essentially from like the upper class people of, yeah. you know, Dubai and the, and the guests that, you know, yeah. that frequent that, that place. And you're also surrounded by all these Filipino workers. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you were in like a weird kind of like gray 100%. area where you weren't really included with like your peoples or was it just all love? It was definitely um, I definitely was challenged with a large like identity crisis at that time. Um, and because of that. Like that really affected me because I was like, damn, like I don't even get, to, I'm not even able to really connect with my people because of the status that I'm in right now. And like, I can be as nice as I want, but to them, I'm just, just being present. You're not behind the nasty bar. To You're them. on the other side of the bar. You're the customer on the bar. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm yeah. next to that white guy that they've been serving this whole time. And the white guy's an asshole. And the white guy's an asshole. Absolutely. <laughs> and so like, sorry, white guy. <laughs> so ah. yeah, that, that 100%, that like that fucking sucked. But I mean, I love talking to talking in Tagalog and I love talking to people, especially internationally. So, I mean, I've definitely like had a good time, but that moment definitely affected me a lot. I started my, I started a nonprofit after that because of that. So it's called, it's uh, called the OFW throwback to that. It's still valuable and still alive today. Good. Um, but it's called the OFW for telling stories of overseas Filipino workers. Cause the Philippines economy, the, Philippines' general economy is all outsourced from Filipinos sending money into the Philippines. 
I noticed that being from Florida and getting on yeah. cruises and whatnot, yeah, I noticed a lot, a lot of, of Filipinos. Yeah. And those and are the people who are sending always, money to the families. It's always the people that aren't on the visible level. Yeah. It's always the guy that has the best American accent. Yeah. It's always weird how they pick that. I have an mm. uncle who, like, has true. an amazing yeah. American accent, and he's, like, the face of, like, <laughs> Being the funny guy, he's like, "Hey, everyone! It's five o'clock. Oh, I'm <laughs> uncle. I'm your uncle June." Yes. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah it's because so. every morning you'd wake up, "Hey, everybody! It's the white guy on Royal Caribbean telling you to have fun at seven in the morning." Shut the fuck up! I'm hungover. Such <laughs> <laughs> a shit out of love. So that's bro. why. That's why, like, the Philippines is like that, and that's also why our studio has a lot of like. Have you Have you been to the Philippines? Yeah, I was actually there um, just February. I don't oh, know if you're going to be able to go back, but I hope you had fun last time. Yeah, I exactly same. You've been on a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I've, I, been, I've been doing some way sketchier shit, so it's fine. No, I, whole I, lot of gang shit. <laughs> I like asking that question because, like, I know I I just visited Honduras, my my homeland, mm-hmm. like four years ago, and when I when I when I was there, it was uh it was great. It was an amazing time. So. When you when you were there, like, did you see like what, like, I guess what what did you experience when you were there? When you were in this in is the my first time going as a capable adult, right? Um, and it was great. I mean, one thing that I really wanted to to nail was like, I wanted to affirm with myself to know that my people were thriving and doing what like I was doing here. Like, and I wanted to make sure and see that. So I could be like, so I could, you know, I could feel good about it and be like, yo, we're, they're really doing it over there. Like they killing it. They're having fun. You know, they have their opportunities. I wanted to find some opportunities as well. Um, so yeah, it was like, especially going back home to your homeland as an adult, being capable, doing whatever the fuck you want, right. going to bars, like, you know, going, yeah, like, being able to go out and everything. Yeah. Like it was, do it you was, see yourself like wondering, you know, in, in what's the alternate universe, the, the alternate universe of myself living life like here at home? Um, or homeland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe not even alternate universe. Like, in terms of just like, what if I even stayed, like, moved there? Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I think about that all the time. Um, we have. There's so much. There's so much. Like, basically, you know, like how there's so much limitations here. Mm-hmm. Like, the only real limitations over there is old money. Mm, okay. So it's like you know, like, right? And and like close-minded people and people yeah. stuck in their old ways. And Conservative, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. And so the only issue with that here. And our limits with that is like racism. Those, those people are white, so like damn. You said like I said the hard way. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah. And so I mean, it's really cool. Cause so I mean, there's a lot of opportunity available, and it's not like there's they're slacking on anything, except mm. for maybe like the style that I would like to show, and share. Okay. So so like I mean, they're they're self sufficient. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, in, in especially in I mean in every country, every main city is like every metro city is it's solid, and they're they're able to do it. So, I mean, damn, like, to do a media company over there would be a vibe, for sure. It would be a vibe. It'd be, yeah. like a, it'd be an empire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no market share. There's a market share that's, like, available to you. Yeah. You know? Especially, I mean, that's also why I love being in D.C., because you have so much more value, you know? Like, the the Philippines embassies here. Every, every fucking major event happens here. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot. Absolutely. And you can do it from here, too. Yeah. Put that guys? on the game. Do you ever guys? Do you guys ever think about that? Like, what would your life be like if you had lived? Oh man, in I, I I I still low key want to move to. Well, not low key, high key. Yeah. It, if I ever have enough money, I want to move back to Honduras. Like, 
like Roatan, like the nice islands and shit mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. So you want you would want the island life. Is that yeah. on the is that on the Pacific side or the Caribbean that's side? Um, that's a good question. All right, so, so you'd be an so island and so island living or like city living. So I feel personally attacked right now because I don't know which I which which <laughs> ocean that is. Um. So, but it's in the ocean. It's it, I, it's, it's, a, it's a chain yeah. of islands off the yeah, coast yeah, of yeah, Honduras. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which I I don't know which. I don't even know if they're. I know, know what you know what the fuck is. the part is. I don't know if they're accessible to both. I want to Pacific say Pac- and no, 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 and it's Caribbean, because you guys are in Central America. But do you have access to both oceans? It's, or, uh, ocean yeah, it's, well, yeah, on either side. Yeah. Oh, because you do have two coasts. Yeah. All right. Yes, I got it right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. That's fine. But, but I, you would be I, on the islands. Yeah. Somewhere where I could I could live chill, you know, have a nice chill life over there or whatever. Yeah, in El Salvador it's a little different for me. I, I personally don't think I could see myself going back to live there. Definitely to travel more, as especially now as it's getting better, like the economy over there, like over the Just past. Don't get years. tattoos. Definitely don't get tattoos if you're in El Salvador and if you have tattoos and you want to visit El Salvador, um, avoid San Salvador and cover them motherfuckers up. Why? Uh, because of all the like the, the gang issues that were going on over there, they actually pretty much have you heard of MS thirteen? Yeah, yeah. So they, they a large identifier of you as a gang member is, is that if you the have thirteenth. So basically, getting police it right? officers over <laughs> there be disrespectful, will basically <laughs> harass you and arrest you if you have tattoos. Regardless, yeah. dang wildin. Yeah. So they took the tattoo culture to like a whole like they were yeah. they were being very they're being if very you, if you have a tattoo that means you're in the gang. Yeah. Basically, because everyone in the gangs always had massive amounts of tattoos. Yeah. Yep. So they're just playing no games. Yeah, they're just like, all right, fuck it. Like, if you got tattoos, yo, I got oh, neck, I got up. neck tattoos. You want turtlenecks? Yo, I got an ear tattoo. Dog, imagine, imagine yeah, you, you going to fucking Salvador, man. You'd be arrested on sight. <laughs> as soon as on you get, sight. As soon as you touch down. <laughs> who are you with? America. <laughs> and, and, and you I'm look semi-Hispanic, so you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Especially, especially glaring. I just arrested Amika three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> But no, the um like the region where my grandparents live and like the villages that my like my mom kind of grew up in, uh, she grew up in a region called El Paraíso, and my okay. grandma currently lives in like the like a countryside called Las Vegas, um and it's basically like she lives she she's literally an old lady on a mountain, like she has that's good shit yeah, though. that's fucking great yeah. she has like no neighbor na- she has like no neighbors for a couple of miles she has some caretakers that come look after her cool. but she has like complete total privacy. It's beautiful uh, you might want to go get good with your grandmother and, uh, and get that know, land. Get that land. <laughs> <laughs> At least go visit your grandmother. Fuck. Start with the visit first. <laughs> then holler us about the land. So grandma, <laughs> so, so, grandma, I got this thing. I just want you to sign it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it says how much you love me. <laughs> it's a birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> it's for my dad. Remember my dad? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Here's a wink for you. <laughs> yeah, I think about that sometimes. I I had a chance before high school, where my dad was like, "Do you want to come do your high school here? You know, put you in an American school because clearly, you know, you have English speaking high schools." And I was like, "Damn! Imagine what my life would be like if I had stayed down there." Honestly, and like in PR, man, you could have been you could have been the next Bad Bunny, dog. <laughs> nah, man, it was, it was never really me. You know, so I probably would have been his you know fucking business manager, or his fucking you know content manager. I think I would have always ended up here. I have um all my family in the Philippines except for my immediate family here in America. Yeah. And so being in the Philippines and actually like talking to my cousins now and my aunties and like learning their network, I was like, oh shit. Like, this is what it's like to have cousins in places where you could do shit. Like, <laughs> is, it, is it wrong for me to think that I think it would be easier given 
our skill sets going back home. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I was able to do that last time. I um, there was a movie that was released on Netflix in February on Valentine's Day, and I left to the Philippines the next week. I watched that movie and I was like, "Word, like this is exactly the type of storytelling that's like my taste." Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what, what rom? R- what rom com was it? <laughs> You know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Cuddle Weather. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Yo! You're being serious. <laughs> yes, fucker, I am. You know I'm cute. He said February. I was like, wait, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm fucking cute, bro. <laughs> I was never denying that, bro. Damn. Why were you even bringing it into question? <laughs> I'm mad. All right. Yeah, it's called Cuddle Weather, all right? It was a great movie. Shout out to Rod. What you're saying is when I go home, I should watch it with my wife? You can. All right. Um... <laughs> Drunk as fuck laughing at Damn, you the whole this is time. a whole story, actually. So <laughs> it's funny because this movie was based in um, the red light district, and I actually went there. And last, and when I went there, two weeks after, so you I went to the, the alley that I told oh, you about bruh, earlier. I got, I got in a fight and almost got arrested four times that night. Four, four times that I had to like talk my way out of like the middle of the red light district in Manila, which is where you will get arrested. You will get tortured if you get arrested. Like, my Tagalog was solid. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. So what's what? So what's the red light district like? There. Yeah, like, you glossed over that. Yeah, real like fast. you really. Oh, I'm. Oh, you I mean, almost got arrested four times. Light. I gotta know more. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what, what are the prices? Light? That's that's you know like. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are the, yeah, it's like it's like dollars. Twenty dollars for $20. what though? <laughs> for a quick for a quick trip to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you see that hole? Yo, Stick it in there. Like, I didn't even I didn't even realize like that we were in there until we went to the first bar. And I was like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, padded hallway to enter this bar. And I walked in, and I was like, oh, it's just all bitches in bikinis right now. And then they were like, then these white guys were like, they were the only ones in there. Oh, and they were that's surrounded you know. by all these girls in bikinis. And then they were like, bathroom? I will suck your dick. Huh? Let's go. I was like, oh, oh word. I just got I'm, here. I need to get a drink yeah. first. <laughs> I was like, word. I looked at my brother. I was like, we're in the red light district. <laughs> your brother was like, mad chill already going to the bar. Like, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's why I brought you. I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. Very nice. So $20, huh? <laughs> but um, bring it back to like, just in terms of like the network and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so like I saw that movie and I was like, "Word, I'm just gonna look this fucking director up because this movie is number one on Netflix right now." And okay. right, that's crazy. February it's, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it, cut of weather. Yeah, exactly. But I don't. And <laughs> yeah, that's dope. I was like, if I made a movie called Double Cut of Weather and dropped it, and dropped it, having cut of weather session with you Netflixing and chill, I said, "This is a perfect movie for me not to have to watch." Whole time she's there. Doing a thing and you're just watching a movie like, oh, damn, I like oh this director. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, my jaw's hurting. <laughs> I'm just like, let me just look this director. Yeah. I'm over it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually managed to end up meeting the director in the Philippines. So awesome. we actually got to get coffee, and he told me like the ins and outs of the industry, mm-hmm. um, coming from someone with my experience as well. So it was like really cool because he was, you know, coming from my experience and doing what I'm doing in DC. He understands where I what I could bring to the table, yeah. and he's True. like, hey, like I, he's like, this is actually. I mean, I understand that it would be very possible if I could try to do something like that, if I could push it hard enough. And so I was just like, you know, realistically, like, what, what could you see? And, you know, in terms of, like, asking somebody and going coffee, like, you know, those are those moments where you could just be real and say, hey, like, you know, I just want to see, like, what you did and, like, what kind of things I could take from that and take it to my network or if I were even trying it in the homeland. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, to be able to use that knowledge to even ask those appropriate questions or even get coffee, to manage to get coffee with him. Yeah. Like, that's fire, dude. Like. You know, and then to be able there to do that. There should be like a hinge 
for content creators to swipe <laughs> left and right. You get a 30-second preview of what their work is, and you swipe left and right. Oh, I'm in the Philippines. Where are the content creators at? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody steal that. I go back to the Hub Collective. Yeah. Go, go back to the Hub Collective. Swipe all that shit. 2017. <laughs> 2017. What a time. So before twenty, before you got out of the military in 2016, you had no idea of creatives, and now here you are, surrounded in the depths of creativity. 100%. With your own studio space. Yeah, making money. Putting people on, helping communities out, hanging yeah. out, being a dirtbag friend with us. Yes, sir. Being a very bad influence on you today. Yeah, this is, this is. I mean, I'm feeling yeah. saucy on this. Yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 I don't know about y'all, but I'm wavy. I, I will tell As you right now. That's when I. we know we hit the real moment. Like, we just got yeah. to the core of what you've been about. Like, we got yeah. through those onions and the layers of peeling and back and asking the right questions and whatnot, man. Do you have any questions you want to ask of us before we sign off, man? No, I mean, you know, I mean, for me, I just want to say, like, you know, it's really dope that, you know, from the beginning, streaming has always been there. And that's. That's the that's the thing that I love about you know the work that you guys done because like you guys created this legacy not just with you guys but like with every person and every creative that you touched and inspired like like I said my business plan was <laughs> yeah with <laughs> consent <laughs> also with consent but like my my entire business plan on the culture side was yeah. created because of you know how you guys inspired me as an artist like I like you were just saying like you didn't become an artist until you came over here right yeah so like. To pull that out of somebody that takes a lot. So I mean, you know, I mean, like, it's just really dope, and I'm excited to create more and put more homies on, and you know, That's like, all you ever want is yeah, it, just put people on. That's it. It's like Kevin Spacey just paid it forward. Except not in his way. He got in trouble. So. <laughs> wait, did he get first in trouble? Thing that what did he get in trouble? Kevin Spacey. I forgot he got in trouble. He got in trouble, man. It's a yeah, what? I know, yeah, but we what, know what, that. But why him? Because he was a movie paid forward. I don't know the other kid's name from The Sixth Sense. Uh, I hated The Sixth Sense. Stupid ass movie. So I remember Kevin Spacey and fuck him. He's married, isn't he? Some shit like that. My bad. This was the first person they paid forward comes to mind. So, fuck him. God damn it. We were Kevin having, Spacey! We were having such a moment. And you said Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah, you're the, you brought him up. You pissed yourself off. I like to t- I, I need to snip it. I like to take a moment and explain something. Oh, uh, you need to snip it. Fuck Kevin Spacey. Yes, yes. Have you seen Objectively, this yes. Have you seen this man's videos? Where he's like just in his kitchen and he's Terrible. just kind of going over a monologue. Terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Just go away. At this point, you know you did it. Just, just go to sleep. <laughs> collect your residual money and live in retirement. He's like, what's wrong? He's with like that? doing whatever OJ's doing right now. Yeah, collecting his Twitter. residual he's money. On Twitter, like threatening no, OJ's <laughs> OG like like Loki kind of funny. I met, funny. I met him in Miami when he was living down there. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Okay, yeah. That's what it is. There's a personal connection <laughs> oh to OJ. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Craziest thing. It was, on a t- it was in a tackle. He's like, he's like, OJ's not that bad. <laughs> you know he might have killed two people, but he's kind of funny at the same time. But Kevin Spacey, though, you know. Fuck Kevin Spacey. He's not even funny. If I met him, he might have touched me. OJ didn't try to kill me. I wasn't fucking his wife. I wasn't uncomfortable with OJ. <laughs> he might have violent tendencies, uh, but he was I'm, nice to me. I've never met anybody that just said Kevin Spacey just out of on. First fucking. It's All like, right. It's like word, it's like word association. 
<laughs> you said pay it forward. I thought Kevin Spacey. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to this point of the Jiggly Podcast. Any last yeah. words? Thanks for having me, you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the Jerry Podcast. Thank you. Welcome back to the Jerry Show. I'll see you guys next week.